Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Uh-oh, here comes the Badger Blimp. We'd better get out of here in a hurry. Switch to secret hyperjets. Switching to secret hyperjets. Buckle up back there, we're going into hyperactive. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to Stabcast, the Sunsphere Tactical Attack Brigade Star Wars Legion podcast. I'm Ben Matrix Fowler with Ryan Princess Vespa Slawaski and Tim Commanderette Zircon Hannon. Welcome, gentlemen. How are y'all tonight? That last one was a stretch. It was a stretch, oh, but I'll oh. take it. I'm still a commander of some sort. There you go. He is. See, I mean, it's the Imperial side. It was the Imperial side. There's only one. Ro- There's actually two robots in that movie. One of them is Mega Maid, and I didn't want to have to be my character to be the one that shouts "suck, suck, blow, blow." We all know so, you would be Mega Maid. You all would. You be. would be Mega Maid. You would be Mega Maid. <laughs> so, gentlemen, I guess we're doing well this week. Yeah, yeah, we're doing all right. Doing good. Doing good. This week on Stabcast, gut reactions to the new points breakdown a look at the new operative command cards, and much, much more. So, Ryan, to start us off, let's go through some bat rips. I know it's been a while, so we probably got a bunch to talk about, but what's something you want to focus on? I actually don't have a lot to talk about. It's it's actually been really sad. Like, after Gen Con came back, you guys might have noticed there was a bit of a gap in our show releases. Um, that was my bad. I got really busy with work. We had a bunch of transitions happen, and... Uh, so I've played since Gen Con, I want to say, three, maybe four games of Legion, and that's it. And most of it's been centered around Tauntaun Madness 2019. So I will say with the with the new points drop, these bat reps feel super weird. I don't know if anybody else can, can feel that, but I'm like, this doesn't matter anymore. Everything that I learned, everything that I played doesn't matter. <laughs> that metagame is dead and gone now. That's right. But uh, yeah, I made I made good on a, on an old promise. I said after uh, after Gen Con I was going to start messing around with Sabs, and I did. Um, and I played uh, I got to play a couple games with Sabs while testing out Tauntauns. Spoiler alert: they don't play too typically well together. Um, but in this game, I managed to play uh, Luke, a, a pretty much a, a stock standard Luke Leia saboteur list with a with a few other. Uh, frills put in it for for my own style. It wasn't a direct hack of of Lupo's list, but it was pretty gosh darn close. And just as a reminder, I don't play Luke Skywalker a lot. Uh, he's he's not my jam. He's not my play style. I think he's incredibly efficient and incredibly strong. I just tend not to play him. I, I really like playing Han Solo. Um, and so I was playing Luke, and I think one of the things that kind of got me is. Luke's never as invincible as I think he should be. My Luke just always <laughs> dies. He just always goes splat. As he should. I mean, if a hero were to stand up and do the things that you want him to do, he would immediately be shot by everyone within range three to four. <laughs> but Han's, hey, look, there's that guy by himself in front of that rock. Bam, 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 bam. But Han does that, and he lives way longer than he has any business living. Because Han's and broken. It's amazing. It's, all right, go back to your cave. <laughs> My cave is nice and full of no Hans. <laughs> I believe the conversation that that hark to harken back to Wednesday is Pierce is OP and broken, but Death Troopers are fine. This is this is my favorite Stabcast conversation. Um, but anyway, back to back to Sabs and Luke. Sounds um, like some rebel propaganda to me. 
Yeah. I got to play Brandon, who I've gotten to play a whole lot lately, and he's been putting the beat down on me. Um, he was running a double Tauntaun pizza cannon list with Leia and a generic officer. And then just some some cores and some snipers. To get to, I want to say it was like 11 activations. And I think I was running 9 uh, with uh, triple sabs. And I kind of had two of my sabs on one side of the board. Another one played defense on major offensive. As we were playing sabotage the moisture evaporators. And my sabs did okay. Um... I didn't have a whole lot to really protect them as they go aggressive. The terrain, while having lots of line of sight blockers, didn't have a lot of cover for me to duck behind. So I could keep my sabs from getting shot, but then they typically weren't really where they needed to be. So it was kind of strange. Um, Luke charged up the middle and tried to intercept some Tauntauns. I sent a Skywalker one down, but then promptly died when Luke only rolled three blocks on 11 dice. And cool. he fell down. Um, so that, that was kind of a feels bad moment, but despite that, it was still a pretty close game. I did get one bomb or uh, one set of, I want to say it was four bombs off. It was three. Cause I had each of my, each of my guys pull the trigger once, um, and get, uh, almost a, a unit of Tauntauns and some fleet troopers. My dice weren't too typically great, uh, but his defense dice weren't fantastic either. So it kind of, kind of evened itself out. Um, Sabs are, sabs are weird, and especially learning how to play sabs in the era of the Tauntaun was really strange. And I'm not sure if Tauntauns murder sabs or vice versa. I'm not entirely sure yet. Um, I went for a gambit on Brandon's army to try to pick off his leadership and then just force a route with uh, my sabs bombs they're not suppressive but as an extra source of suppression to where i can kind of hold their triggers until all of his leadership bubbles evaporate and that didn't quite happen because i needed luke to go pick off the generic officer while uh, my leia gun line went after his leia gun line and i focused on his leia and he focused on my troopers um it was a really good game it was really close um he got the the better end of it and and put me down at uh owen one for a tournament and it made me feel the sad. It brought my win rate for the year under 80% in tournaments. That hurt hurt my Ooh. heart. Um, so, but it was it was a fun game, and I learned I learned to learned a lot. And uh, I think I'm going to put them back on the shelf for a little bit, and we'll talk about why probably here in a little bit. Um, but uh, but they, it is neat to to put those sabs. It, it is it's fun to experiment and play in a way that I haven't had to think about the game before. That's why I like having multiple armies. Because, sure. hey, I haven't played with those guys in a while. Oh, that's right. These are cool things that they do. Oh, I'm not good at that at all. And then put them away. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, dear sweet listeners, you'll remember from, you know, six weeks ago that I have picked up my core box for the droids, the CIS, <laughs> the Separatist Army. Beep, boop, bop. Beep, boop. Roger, roger. Boop, roger, boop, roger. Beep, boop. Uh, so, yeah, I've played all the droids all the time as best I can. So I've actually played this droid list three times in a row. Um, I actually played online with this same list, and I've also played in real life. I have been having to proxy some of them. Let me just say that the HK droids from the Imperial Assault are perfect sizes when you put them on a Legion base. Yeah, they like actually it's really are. It's really cool. Pour I mean, one really, out for really Imperial Assault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it was announced dead today, or I guess earlier this week. It's much sad. Much, it's not dead. Much it's not dead. It, yeah, it's, it's not dead. It's just reached oh, completion. 
It's reach. I but there were no Ewoks. I was waiting for the indoor Ewoks. I, That's another podcast. I wasn't waiting for the indoor Ewoks. I was waiting for the C-3PO on a flight stand in a chair. That's the <laughs> mini I was waiting for. Again, all being saved for Legion. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Being saved for this game instead. So here's the list I've been running, because I've seen a lot of different versions online on Tabletop Simulator. So I'm running Grievous with my aggressive tactics, Tenacity, the Annihilator gun. I'm running three squads of B1s with the extra B, also adding the E5C and HQ uplink. And then I'm running three B1s with extra B and E5Cs, two droidicas, only one has link targeting array. And that puts me, I believe, at 796 points. So so let me ask this. Until you get your, your B2s, your, your super battle droids, is Grievous's gun just there to get you get you to where you need it? Or is that going to be like a staple for you, do you think? So the gun is partially to get me there when I need it. Part of it is I like the idea of being a melee with one person and okay. then shooting out into another, okay. either for the suppression or picking off another target. That's fair. All right, cool. Because yeah. that gun has pierce on it. I mean, it, it also has the critical, mm-hmm. sure. which, you know, if, if you're not surging with him naturally, if you've, you've run out of your tokens already, yeah. it's nice just in case you roll that, you know, it's, it's that, not that a surge. It's not gun so. at all. No, no, no. but it's just, it's 12 points for something you may or may not use. And I'm the point pincher of the group. So yeah, it's, it's for that range to approach as well. Um, but once I figured out exactly how good scale was, you got there pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, at one point, I may have put some kind of, you know, um, environmental gear on him because I forgot scale did that too. So yeah, you did. That was funny. (laughs) So my first online game, uh, my team captain, thanks Tim, uh, p- <laughs> pitted welcome. me up against another droid army. Uh, it just except he was playing the three droidica list, which means his B ones are very much stripped down, and it really came down to who can throw the mi- most white dice that have paint on them. Yeah, and I had enough bodies to soak up those shots, where he could not afford to soak up shots when we both managed to hit magically. Because, you know, dice fell correctly. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Sometimes it does feel like, a you know, oh, it, oh, is God with me this turn? Nope, we're good. Thanks, buddy. Don't even roll defense dice. They're all blank. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah I'll be um, interested to hear. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. And it felt really swingy watching it. Like, it would be eight, round yeah. by round. I don't think I've ever watched such a swingy game where it was, okay, this round this was definitely Ben's. Okay, this round was his opponent's. Like, and went back and forth, back and forth, where it was like, oh, a couple good rolls, boom, you're on top. A couple bad rolls, boom, all right, you're back at the bottom. Which, I mean, I guess you could say about kind of about a lot of Legion, but it's never been so obvious as a droid-on-droid match to where, it's, like, oh, wow, yeah, okay, there it is. I don't right. think that's a matchup me and Tim could play and not go into cardiac arrest during. I think I think we would have we would have problems. There were, there would be issues. I'd be honest. What it felt like was early game rebels when you were throwing Z six dice and praying, or yeah, when you were throwing sure. throwing fleet trooper dice. Er, and early day rebels. Not not. I mean, let's be real. Not much has changed. Well, I haven't seen fleet troopers in a while. They've been kind of not on the table as much. Hey, because they've been replaced I'm by. Repping. They've been replaced. But yeah, that game, it really came down to who had the most bodies, and I did. And so I was able to survive a lot longer. I had better point coverage a lot longer um, because I had the more bodies. That E5C is worth his points. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Those three black dice average out much better than seven white. 
Yeah, you so. know, he's he's about half the damage in your unit. And I guess what I was going to say before is he took an extra Droidicon cut points elsewhere. I'll be anxious to see somebody smarter than the three of us actually do the math and see which of those is, like, actually more, I hate to use this, this metagamey word, but efficient. Um, right. So I think most of it, there were less of the E5Cs. Oh, okay. Yeah, but all the shields that you get for the extra hit points that you're losing on bodies for the droidicas, but you're getting more less but more consistent dice. I don't know. I don't know where it falls. Yeah. I will say in almost all my games, I was able to activate or put down activation tokens for five of my six droid units for five of those six rounds. Yeah. I, yeah. I was able to max activate my and, and I had complete bag control because it was going to be a, two droidicas and grievous right. most of the time. And unless I do a Grievous card, in that case, it was going to be two Droidicas. Or if I did it right, it was a Droidica, Grievous, and Troopers <laughs> on the table. And right. then just one Droidica was walking around without anything. Right. So I, so that, that was really super nice. Um, my next game was a little bit closer. And then I did play uh, some Tauntauns online. <sighs> so listen, if you would like to subscribe to my newsletter or, you know, go to my YouTube channel and join that or follow my <laughs> Twitter account... That is called Allies Against Tauntauns. Please do. All right. You know so you this is... actually have to go make these after we record this now, <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> Ryan Tim are not going to give me enough airtime to, to have me list all of my grievances. No, because so you would just keep saying I'm, it over and over again. I'm currently on page 64 of my screed. <laughs> Your um, manifesto? Yeah, I was just going to say, it's an anti-Tauntaun <laughs> manifesto. I'm in a cabin, but I also have internet connection. And I do have a pretty long beard that's filled with gray and white. Is it, so. <laughs> is it a cabin up in a snowy tundra? Because if so, the Tauntauns can still get you there. <sighs> they can still get me there. So I'm just going to go ahead and proclaim Tauntauns are now enemies of the podcast. Whoa now. I, oh, wow. I, I rank them as near to arch enemy of the podcast, Brett. I, those two in the same so, breath, so I say ben, with hate Do we, do we one day have like a little expansion that comes out where it's a Wampa expansion and it just says like, I don't know, plus three hits against Tauntauns or something? Yes, I'm perfectly <laughs> fine with that. I will, That's all right. I will. They've got free dodge tokens, so it's fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, don't hey, remind me. Hey, kids, nine actions a turn. Um, so, yeah, I'm organizing English hunts of wild Tauntaun populations, <laughs> uh, but all of that will be in my AAT feed. So oh, check us out so on those, 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 those venues. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so I played online against Tauntauns. I, I fought uh, Brandon in the tournament, and Tauntauns are just eat me up. I, there's not much I can do because I'm engaged with them. Like So once he's engaged my my droids because I have enough of them to live through that once I can't shoot at them and so I either punch with the two droids that are remaining out of that squad because they often throw seven dice because why not um, and then they have two dodge tokens which means my droids miss anyway for what two paint I might get out of those white dice <laughs> Ben just throw crits yeah just throw crits yeah I, mean, I was do. trying and in that game I didn't I didn't throw the crits that I wanted it was in the follow-up game <laughs> I definitely threw all the crits all day long so <laughs> so do we want you guys want to know at least in my humblest of not very humble opinions is like the hard counter to tauntauns a one of them is a model we haven't had released yet it the aat no in count dooku <laughs> And Krennic. Um, Krennic? Get yeah. out. You're, you're, nope. you're on, yeah, yeah. You're on you're the drunk, snow. You're drunk, son. Go so, cunning. <laughs> cunning, making sure oh, that you God. don't put the going first to a die roll to where you can pick them. They they melt when they don't have their, they don't activate first. All right. Ryan is partially correct. I'm with that. 
except you had better nuke them with a death trooper first turn. Yeah. Because yeah. after that, like they're I, going. And like now they I have said, three Krennic. Shots. It's not like he's not going to have one of those on standby. Yeah. They do melt when they don't already have their two dodge tokens. They do. They do. I mean, they roll. They still roll white dice that, you know, surge, but still it's white dice. So they do go down. It's just those dodge tokens is what gets you. It's the, yeah, there's a lot of things going on with Tauntaun. Like I said, we really could spend the next hour hearing me complain about the things. They do so much, and I haven't figured out how to stop them unless I happen to get lucky with the shot at range three to four before they get to me, but that's a podcast for another day yeah you just got to make sure you like, activate before they do like next week next week um <laughs> i'm recording that one at 11 p.m live on that's twitch right. you want to come follow me so <laughs> anyhow so it was a, it was a game and a half my game against brandon um it was super interesting i had nine dice opportunities where i had no surges with which yeah. to spend mm-hmm. all the surge tokens I had. Yeah, yeah. The the limited experience I have with the uh, droids, that's exactly how it felt. Every time I had a surge token, I didn't roll any surges, and every time I didn't, <laughs> they were just sitting there staring at me. So yep. we're gonna go back in the the wayback machine where I was like, Ryan, it has no surges. It surely can't be that good. Because what about the surges that you're gonna convert? <laughs> and then I just didn't have any surges to convert. Like it's very strange. <laughs> Apparently, I thought we rolled more surges than we actually do. Yeah. I just apparently never see them. So. <laughs> well, another good thing against droids, to, to go into some of my games, I've, I've played a bunch since our last cast, um, and I, I really didn't know what game to focus on. There's been some really good games, some really close games. Some There was one that was really not so close that uh, I called in, like I think, round two and a half or something like that. It was just like, nope, okay, that's it. It's done. Death Troopers died. Boss died at the end of round two. That that we're we're good. We're gonna pack it up. Yeah, it was bad. Um, just some some real bad things that I did wrong on my part. But anyway, that's not the one I'm gonna talk about because that one makes me sad. But, no, I want to talk about that. We should no, talk no, about that one. Some there's, more. Well, there's not much to talk about. I deployed wrong, and I I lost turn zero, and therefore I lost turn two. I can just talk about Death Troopers and Boss dying all day. That's, I know you could, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, just, just get your lightsaber going, I bet. But that's not what we're going to talk about. The one I, I think that's worth discussing is... Um, I, I wish Dubecks were legal. That's number one. But it was yes. uh, Ben and I's game at our local tournament. And it was where... It was his droid army with his droidicas and all that stuff. And I had a very interesting army that I've I've since gotten rid of on my list builder, so I guess it wasn't that great. But um, <laughs> it was it was something along the lines of Krennic, Dubak, Boba, DT, two shores and the mortars, um, and then I think it was one med squad and one yeah. naked squad, and I think a DLT. Squad. That sounds right. I think I was at ten. That sounds right. That sounds about right. Anyway. So it, it did good. I mean, I won, but we only played two games, so I can't really count that too too high up there. Um, but the game I played against against Ben was interesting because the Dubacks, the way I ran them, I don't know if this is right or not, um, and I'm open to to discussion and comments of wow you're wrong. But I ran it with ten point four white die crit two or whatever it is, and it's fine. But Dubacks are so fast for how big they are, and you know with that base. Even if it's the right size base, not the huge base, but even with the right size base, they are still so fast with spur and everything. And so they really, initially my gut reaction was, okay, I don't want to put something like the Flamer on there because it's so expensive and they're not going to make it to range. But every game I've played with them, 
I think maybe except for one, they've made it. And so I think while it's expensive, I think the Flame Trooper is worth it. But anyway, this one did not have him. But the great thing against Droidicas is they have no melee and their shields don't work in melee. And so I just had my Dubek run up the side of a cliff and claw the the Droidicas in the face. And it worked great. It was it was super effective. Um, yeah, yeah. It was. Like, it was I had, really so impressive. Let's speak about Droidicas for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I've got them on the table and I played with them, sure. I love them. Oh yeah, I absolutely do love them. The shields are very impressive. You either take them all out, or you if you don't, then you might as well ignore them. Yes, because you just spend your your life trying to piddly shot at them, and it's just not worth well, it. And I mean, but and, that lack of a melee weapon. And Ben, the game that we saw. <laughs> The yeah, no joke. Ben, the game that we cast that was um I believe oh. it was it LJ that did it? With yeah. um mm-hmm. he did a beautiful Droidica play, which was like a, a super pro move with a brand new unit, so it's very impressive and it speaks a lot to the, to his caliber. But um he baited him with the Droidica and, and put him out there and said, Hey, why don't you shoot him? Why don't you shoot him? And then withdrew and they're so fast or they have the ability to be so fast that he could put it out there bait him into it, and then pull him back. And then they came back around. And I think both his Droidica units, I think he lost like one model, but they both lived, I think, to the end of the game. Yeah, they did. I, LJ pulled them backwards, and then he left them for the last activation. Mm-hmm. And it was like, see a sucker, and then turn right. Yeah. And just went someplace super, else. <laughs> super good move. And it, it worked out really well for us. He ended up winning. Um, uh, they were really, really good to sit on the flanks. Droidica's on the flanks to cover your droids in the middle. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. giving them cover if they're behind them. Like, I do love them. Yeah. Well, the game that Tim and I played and the game that Brandon and I played revealed one of the weaknesses of droids, and droidicas for that matter. I felt very map dependent. Yes, I could see that. Yeah, in all my online games, I felt the boards were had better line of sight blocking, had better cover options than the boards that we created for our tournament. That's our fault. I mean, I helped, I created those things. Um, I felt the lack of suppression cover on my droids. Sure. I sure. felt the lack of. I mean, I couldn't shoot. I couldn't kill Tauntauns because there was nothing big enough to block their actions. They just ran around me. Right. Because nothing slowed them down. They didn't have to worry about crawling because they're so tall. Like, they just ran around the board. Like it was. It looked like it was a wide open field. It wasn't for any unit that wasn't a Tauntaun. Right. Because <laughs> well, because like, so Tim Tim Tim's got me in a choke point because we're playing an interesting map. I like the map. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, map. but it forced. It forced my droids to kind of go in this open place because we were playing, I think, uh, key positions. It was. It was key positions. And so Tim was able to hang out in an area of cover where I had to march droids down the center. Yeah. And I, because there were white dice for everything, I was taking tons of losses yeah. trying to get that cleaned up. Well, and I will say, too, playing that game taught me, because I, I play with Boba, which unfortunately I don't see Boba that much anymore just because he's kind of, he's more expensive than two bounty hunters. And uh, right. there's a, you could argue for who's better, but I've seen... I'll say this. I've seen Boss kill Boba a lot more than I've seen Boba kill Boss. That's all. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting having Boba because of his flamethrower command card and flamethrower against droids to the shock of no oh, one, no. of course. Yeah. It's oh, no. just so good. I think I wiped a unit. It's just, just Didn't I just wipe a, a native unit by itself? I think you did. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I, it was seven, seven dead droids. Yeah, because, it was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Which, again, makes me want to run the flame trooper on the dewback. Um Oh yeah, which is it's expensive, mm-hmm. but with something that can make that range with that much health, Dubaks are mini tanks to me. I mean, they really are. Armor one is huge. Right. 
Yeah, it is. The great thing about a droidica being engaged with a big melee unit is that because they're actually not engaged, they can shoot past it. Yes. So I just shot over the dewback. Yes. Into Krennic's face. Yes. And he did light up Krennic. So, Krennic died like a chump. I. This is very true. Well, it took three shots to do it, but I'm not saying anything about that. Well, pool, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. That was my fault. I thought Krennic could do some cool things. I was like, let's run Krennic up on top, and you're going to be a hero, man. And then he said, nah, and he died. He nah, bro. No, I, it it came down. We came down to points, right? I think we were one to one, and it came to points killed. Uh, yes, I, th- I think so because Tim had decimated my droid troops because I had a lack of cover, and then his mortars just kept throwing crit fire from. Yeah, they really. It was were. so they much really gross. Were. So much gross. Yeah, yeah, but it was, it was a good. Very, it really was a good game. It was, it was a, good game, a good game, and it was a really good learning game for both of us. About here, here's all these new things. Here's a new army for you, Ben. And here's a bunch of new units with short troopers. That's probably one of my first games with them. I think it's my my second game with shorts. And so it was. Here's all these other new units um, that work really well. I I want to try. I don't think I'll do well with it, but I do want to try more uh, double dewback lists. I don't think you need it. I think one is enough because of just how hard they are to kill. Um, unless you get really lucky, but. I think two is interesting, but there were some pictures from that game. If you go back and look at our Instagram and stuff, there are some pictures right. from that tournament. Uh, and and also, if you want to know what map we're talking about, it's the one that has like the crater in the middle, and the whole map was kind of raised up, which is really interesting because the Dubax didn't care, and then the Droidicas just <laughs> went speed three, and then, oh no, they went down to speed two, and they still didn't care. So we yeah, yeah. we'll just pop that curb. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was the most <laughs> pointless piece of. It was really good cover, but it was also really funny how we just kind of went over it and didn't really care. So with that being said, take a look at our Instagram where we post all these photos. And I'll be real honest, I've actually been really bad about this. I posted a bunch from Gen Con, but I'm Tim is kind of... T- yeah. uh, oh, yeah, you're actually say, Someone's been posting. Who could say who's been posting? Huh, now, that's weird. That's it, funny. Tim, Tim has definitely been posting more than, <laughs> than I have on the Instagram. I have a table full of uh, primed minis that have not been painted. Yep. I keep losing my time, and I look up, and... I'm directing a play right now, and I also took a new job, and so no, I'm not the reason why we had a six-week delay in our podcast. That was somebody else. <laughs> that was me. That was wholeheartedly me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But you know me. As soon as I start painting things, we'll definitely put some more photos up there. But Tim has been posting lots of things for us. Well, I'll say too. So I'm, take I'm a, a good look. king of king of the later gram because for my job, not to go into details, but I sit in court a lot, and so a lot of times I'm not doing anything in court. I'm just kind of chilling there, waiting for some, my stuff to come up. So I'm like, all right. I guess I'll just post some some later grams. So there we go. And as a man who's played RPGs with Tim, often a lot of time is him taking pictures of himself making stupid smiles and yep. then posting to the Instagram. So he has time during RPG nights to. He's not wrong. Know, yep. Post. He's not, I have no I have no <laughs> argument against this. He's not wrong. But while you're on there, you'll also see um, probably some links to our Facebook and our Twitter, iTunes, all that stuff. Um, we're all on all the different social medias. We're all at SW Stabcast. Um, if you want to do a hashtag stabcast, I think that's been getting some good traction lately too. So yeah. if you want to do, throw that's, the hashtag. That's, up that's there. what I've been doing on the Twitters and the Instagrams yeah. is the hashtag. Yeah. That's yeah. a good way to do it as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's our our info for all those different medias. Yeah, and if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us. We have an email account at swstabcast at gmail You can find us all at uh, on the Discord server. Uh, are you guys? Are you? We're all at least on the Legion server at. Yes. Stabcast name, correct? Yes, yes. I'm right. at yes. Stabcast Tim. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Cool. So you, you can find us on there. We also have a t-shirt shop um, at teespring.com slash stores slash Stabcast. If you want to buy some merch to help support the store, we should hopefully, In my goal is to have some more cool stuff up there by the end of the year. Um, I'm very excited. And with all that, um, 
Well, I ben? do say you really should yes. go check out um, Tim's uh, uh, Twitch page. Yes. He and Tim's... I have been streaming quite quite a bit there, and so. Yeah. There's some good, yeah, if you want to go back and watch some of the games we were talking about, like the LJ game, um, I believe oh. it saves it. I don't have it. I'm not sorry, everyone, but I'm not paying all the extra money to save <laughs> save videos for eternity. <laughs> I want to say but it's they are 30 safe. or 60 days. I, I think it's 30 days, but um, so if you want to go back on there, it was yeah. not more than 30 days ago, so you can go on there and check that out. It, you need to go check out the miracle of the white dice. Yeah. I saw it. Oh my I converted. I found oh. Jesus in that moment. You hear all of us scream. Uh, we had wonderful uh, Mr. Sploosh was our our cocoa caster, and um, not our chocolate caster, but our our fellow caster. And it was it, you heard all of us screaming and exclaiming, and you can see the chat blowing up on the Twitch. Like it's it's just That's nuts. Awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean. Oh. We we have to talk about it just briefly. We it do. was eight suppression on Grievous. On Grievous, he was going he's going to flee the board. It was just a matter of how much he was going no, to. No, he the wouldn't board. have fled the board. He would not have fled the board. Well, he would have had it, but he would have. He would have made awfully good progress. Yeah, he would have made good progress. And so LJ's like, "No worries, fam." Hits that roll button. I don't think it clicked twice. I think he literally just clicked once. The dice came up in the air, flipped over, fell down. There was paint on seven of the eight. That's gross. Grievous got both actions that turn. Uh, I think it was Screwtape did the math in chat, and he said it was a 1 in 386 chance of that happening. And there it is. That's awesome. The internet exploded. I felt it break. (laughs) Well, I mean, you deserve it at that point. Yeah, it was just kind of like, what can you do? Such reckless dice. I mean, yeah. millions of voices cried out in that moment. It was but fantastic. To be, to be fair, the dice also were pretty heavily against him in the beginning of that game. So it kind of... Yeah, it was. Well, I wouldn't say it leveled out because that's just insane, but it, there was some swinging on both sides. So check out Timitation Irish on Twitch to watch those streams. Speaking of millions of voices crying out, <laughs> the new point cost, I think, surprised a lot of us. Yeah, definitely yeah. surprised yeah. me. Yeah, and I love it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I absolutely love it. I didn't. We talked about it. Are they going to do it? Are they going to create an app? And we knew how expensive the X-Wing app was. And I had heard about a week before some mumblings and some grumblings that this might happen. But then I was thinking, like, oh, it'll happen at christmas or it'll happen yeah. with the new year or maybe after worlds yeah they're like nah let's just do it next week just I drop guess. it just drop that bad boy <laughs> <laughs> so there won't be an app um although there's plenty of fine web applets you can use for this thing everything's just going to be in the rrg and it says it's yeah. tournament only that you can use the non-tournament play printed points but yeah let's just be honest we're all playing with the tournament play here yeah yeah yep. so we don't practice with the wrong stuff sorry but don't if don't you're do listening it. to a <laughs> podcast about this game yeah you are using <laughs> you, the you should use points. the right points come on so i was at work doing while this was happening and i have a job that has me much more involved during my daytime i just don't have time to talk about it so i kept getting these buzz messages and it was from enemy of the podcast it was like bruh, bruh, oh my god bruh, bruh, bruh. oh my god picture huh that looks interesting oh my god bruh, bruh, bruh. yeah for well, like six hours likewise likewise i was sitting like i was saying i, I was sitting in court and i was i'm sure if someone was looking at me they would have been wondering why what are those facial expressions what is he doing why is he on drugs yeah why is he He's laughing crying. why is he crying why is he smiling so much this is weird and i had to really compose myself in court 
So, Tim, let's talk about the thing that you and I both love uh, almost more than life itself. Uh, like, we shouldn't love this as much as we do. Oh, uh, we shouldn't, but, but we, we do. do, Tim. Oh, oh, this is one of my all-time favorite units. Um, the ATST down to 170. I think that is the sweet spot. Um, now, of course, as a biased Imperial fan, I would love it to be a little bit cheaper, but realistically, I think that's perfect. Did it get the biggest cut out of everybody? Or was the T-47 a bit more? Uh, no, ATSD and Jin both got 20 points cut. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I love it. I think it's fair because it is better than the tank. I mean, just statistically speaking. I think it now causes it need to have the conversation, you know, if I'm going to build a list with armor, which obviously is a separate conversation in and of itself, but if you're going to build an armored list, before it used to be, wow, I'd really like to take my ATST, but it's so expensive, I just can't. Yeah. How could I justify that? And now it's... Mm, for 20 points more, can I get rid of 20 points somewhere on my list, which I probably can, to fit this super tall, which the rules being what they are, that's super beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's really understated and people don't fully grasp like, hey, that's a big deal. You don't get your cover because I'm just that tall. Um, not to mention, not to mention, it's naked dice pool is really good. So even if yep. you run a naked ATST is not bad. I don't like to run it naked, but you can. And for 170, you just might. Like, hey, go it's for so it. So much health. Yeah, it's so yeah, much, health. much health. It's so much health. It's surgeon on white dice. Uh, my favorite pilot for any of the armor is definitely the uh, the uh, the, uh, the surge pilot. So I think if you put the, him on there, I think you kind of have to. I know I was talking about running them naked, but I think for 10 points or throw him on there, then you're surgeon on defense and offense with so much health i just i love it to death but again it's not yeah. an auto include i don't think it's stupid cheap it's still something you have to think no about, it's but it's it's reasonable it's right i think it's pretty much right where it needs to be yeah yeah i'm looking at like 195 now for the the surge pilot and the uh concussion grenade launcher which is what i like to run it as that's what i that's yeah. normally my go-to because i mean hey then you really don't get cover <laughs> yeah i mean i've talked before about how i have thrown 12 dice with the atst and rolled 11 surges yeah surge that pilot. is a thing that i've done surge pilot all the way <laughs> all the way but i can also see going back to the olden days where i was like i want four weapons in general weiss on this thing yeah and i'm still <laughs> and i'm only at 210 points now i mean yeah, yeah. yeah. you can you can it's a thing you can yeah. do well, and plus now it's, I know it's not out yet, but, uh, for link targeting array, put link targeting array on there. Yeah. And then you're going to, my goodness, uh-huh. you can aim, move and shoot. <laughs> and then you're just like, well, I'm, I guess that's it. Okay. Well, I'm only four actions short of Tauntauns, but it's that's, fine for 150 it's more a points. It's a gigantic Tauntaun. <laughs> you can put some, oh my gosh, Ben, let's skin some Tauntauns and put the fur on the sides of the ATSTs. <laughs> But that's all right. Your link targeting array won't do you anything when I put comms jammers on my tauntauns and stand next to your ATST. <laughs> oh, exactly. my gosh. Exactly. I will, I will burn your tauntauns in the fire. <laughs> well, I will say an ATST does actually have a melee weapon, so perhaps it's okay. That's true. Yeah, and not a bad so, melee weapon either. No, it's 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 <laughs> well, the fence-cutting blades are pretty yeah. rad. <laughs> it's the stop sign in your face. <laughs> Speaking of giant vehicles that I put away in a box and haven't pulled out in almost a year... <laughs> I think if I think this is probably the dustiest box in all of Legion. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. the dustiest box. Like even even at its old point cost, players can make arguments for the ATST because it does fill yeah. a very unique unkillable Titan role. Yeah, you just usually lost most of the games where you had something in that role. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but it's the the T forty seven, the Snowspeeder. Is it the ATST or is it the T forty seven? Which is more iconic? 
I'd say the ATST. ATST. I don't know. No one sees Chewbacca in that speeder. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's fair. But yeah, the, the T forty seven feels phenomenal at one forty five. It it puts it right into the same like kind of point category as the X thirty four, which I've been having a ton more fun with. And they have yeah. they have different trade offs. Uh, the X-34, like Tim was talking about, and the T-47 sit differently on their flight stands. Mm-hmm. And so the T-47 is never going to get cover from any natural terrain or line of sight blocker terrain, or almost none of it. Right. Uh, but it does have the fully upgraded armor. Uh, while the X-34, you can kind of since it sits so low, you can kind of hide it, but it's only got mm-hmm. the armor one. But that T-47 is going to ignore almost all cover on the map just because it sits so high up. You've got to get your units tucked in super close to that barricade to get any kind of coverage out of it. And in the conversation with the T-47 and the X-34, the X-34 is definitely more versatile since it can shoot its guns a myriad of directions with the exception of of its main front gun. Um while you do have to line up the T-47, but man, is that thing quick. Not only is it on a bigger base, but it's also a speed three instead of a speed two template. Mm-hmm. And that thing is lightning. Yeah. Um, I had, when I, I pulled one out to, to play a game with it before we talked about it on the show. Yeah. And I could not remember how fast that thing was. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely, and I'll say, cause you played it against me. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, I, I will say, and we talked about this too in person. I think I'm still more afraid of the speeder, but yeah. I'm definitely, I I had to actually consider the T-47 and like, oh, it's here. And oh man, like, all right, like I have to, so, I really had to think about shooting it and I killed it, but still like it took a while. Yeah, it took some shots. It still goes down, especially to Imperials because they have, I think in your list, every unit that you had on the board had either the critical keyword impact or surge crit. Yes. I think so. I think it's like, right. like it's that's bonkers. That is absolutely bonkers. Oh, that's an imperial list now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. the fact that my T forty seven still kind of kind of did some damage, yeah. um, was was really neat, really cool. And I think whether you, us rebel players take the T forty seven or the X thirty four is really going to depend on the metagame. If vehicles now that they're cheaper and now that we're getting some more support and that the repair bots are so cheap, if vehicles are going to start to creep back into the meta, I think you're going to see more of the T-47 because it's got more native impact. It can get around and find those weak points while the X-34 has just got that rocket launcher. One um, conversation that I never would have thought we'd be having in probably, like, I don't know, ever. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I honestly don't know where this metagame is going to shift. I think I think we'll start to see a few more Rebel vehicles. Yeah. Um, we'll see. If if it's going to stay very infantry-focused, I think we're going to stay with the X-34. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of the Sabre Tank and a lot of the AT. I think until we get those other two factions fully fleshed out, um, I think we will see a lot of those just to help you get to that, that 800 points. I- I think we haven't talked about something that also is been price change, which is the yes. ground buzzer and the harpoon behind it. Yes. So the ground buzzer, it's a thing. Here's its biggest problem. It's only four dice when it kind of like you look at it and you're like, well, for a few less points, I could get five dice with my ATRT rotary blaster that serves yes. crit. <laughs> and it's true. only range one to two. Yes. All this is very true. And it's 10 points, and that's not nothing. Yes, it's much cheaper, don't don't get me wrong, but it's also not nothing. Yeah. Now, three points, on the other hand, is almost nothing. And so if you're not <laughs> taking the ground buzzer, hell, take the tow cable. 
it's neat. I can't tell you how many times like I would catch a trooper unit out of cover behind me and just donk a guy in the head with a tow cable. <laughs> and it was always worth it. Always. Yeah. The, the only thing that scares me with the tow cable now, and the reason why I can actually see you cutting it, it the way it reads, in order to spin something to expose its, its flanks for, for your other units to hopefully trigger weak point, you have to actually deal damage to it. With the Saber Tank, the AAT, and the Occupier all having red defense dice, mm. that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It is. So uh, your mileage your mileage may vary um, since it is only one red die and it doesn't have like a, a pierce on it or, or something to make sure that, that, that at least the spin happens, whether the damage happens or not. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of tough. And lining up that back arc when your base is so big and getting a shot with the front is so tough. So when I fly that thing around, I just make sure that I'm hopefully getting to shoot out of my front gun every turn. If you get something in the back, great. But honestly, I'd probably rather take a bid. Yeah, I think I think you're better off that way. Because playing against it, I just wasn't super scared of it. Yeah. So we haven't made a strong case for bringing back the the, the T forty seven. I I think I think it's viable. I think it's really I viable. Like, I think it's a strong case now for being viable. It's, it's no, it's not a joke anymore. How about that? It's no. If longer more a joke. vehicles come into the metagame, I think it's going to be incredible. Um, because what's was it Impact two up front? Yes, yeah, Impact three. Sorry, Impact, Impact three. three. Yeah, three red, three black. No, it's a it's a killer gun in the front. Yeah. It absolutely oh, yeah. is. If you wanted, if if like ATRTs start getting spammed, I could see you bringing this thing just to deal with RTs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of wonder about um, Republic uh, bikes. I mean, those things are mm-hmm. beastly. Yeah, and they throw hella dice. I mean, the other the other goofy thing is uh, super battle droids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I you do. need it. <laughs> well, and also, it I mean, does I was, have armor. <laughs> I was just talking about it. Dubax got armor one. Punch through the yeah. armor one. Yeah, don't don't care. Oh, now that armor will probably you know shred a different hit. Sure, because but you you never know. I mean, yeah. if you get lucky and you throw like two natural crits in there, and then you get to flip three over, maybe you that you deny them the armor. I think it's a super corner case that. With these limited armor units, but um, it's yeah. it's gonna look like Jurassic Park, and we're hunting the dinosaurs. And <laughs> yes, sadness. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think the T forty seven is definitely viable, and I think we'll start to see it. But I, you can't understate that quickness. Oh yeah. Um, Absolutely. And I think with, and we'll get to it more later, with the other changes they've made to rebel vehicles, rebels are gonna really be able to start to change up their battle decks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Ryan, you've already brought them up, so let's let's talk about them. The ATRTs. So you're, I'm with you. I'm with you, Ryan. You know me at the beginning of my game in Legion. Mm-hmm. I was an I was an ATRT man. I was a defender of the rotary. I wasn't a flamethrower man. You were. I we was. both knew the heavier laser cannon was was garbage. hot garbage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but oh, oh my goodness! Twenty points for each of those weapon types. You decide what you want to bring. Yeah, seventy five points for an ATRT. It's good. It's so strong. Yeah, it's it, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> that cheap for that much of for, for a platform that has surge crits i kind of like if you run a triple rt list do you just bring do you taste the rainbow like do you just bring one of each um oh. i do i still i still think you leave the heavy gun at home sadly because yeah. with yeah with oh, an, yeah. i did the math and like with an aim token your average 
for the rotary damage getting through armor is just under what the uh, the triple impact gun would be. Yeah. Because but you surge to crits. Because you surge to crit, and your average is just a touch lower, but the spike that you could go for the ceiling above that is greater. And I think that's a, that's worth the risk. You know, with droids bringing eight little uh, droid guys, that flamethrower is throwing 16 black dice. Yeah. I think if you're bringing if you're bringing in an RT list to a major event, and once again, and in six months from now, I could see I could see almost every list having some kind of a flamer just in case you come up against group against B ones. Yep. Um, because yeah. I know that I probably won't get to use my flamer on Ben's droids when I get to play them. <laughs> but how many shots is that? flamer going to absorb that's not going into the rest of my army exactly. because he knows he has to just throw pitches and pitches and pitches of dice at this thing until it dies yeah and the current yeah the current current droid box is nothing but white dice i have to pray for crits yeah. <laughs> now when the aat tank gets here yeah you got their little missile guy all right and i will say lj had two of those and i was very impressed by them yes yeah i have not run them i've not run them myself but no the 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 rts though they are they went from being oh that's a that's neat and I think they were competitive before. Um, I think they're really competitive now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what we saw with medics, we're now going to start to see with repair bots. Yeah. There's eight points for two wounds that can heal armor. Yeah, it's uh, ATRTs are are going to they're they're back as a rebel staple. I, I'm sticking a comms jammer on that bad boy. Oh gosh! I'm just <laughs> no. <laughs> if it's a flamethrower, you do it, Ryan. Then you flame, do it. Fr- flamethrower, yes. No, no. <laughs> I mean, long range comms for five ain't bad. Yeah, long range com, long range com, or what's the uh, what's the new one? Um. Oh yeah, link targeting ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that that would work. That would work. Yeah. I think that thing's. I think I think that thing's fine. I don't think we'll see that much on the rebel side of things, because rebels right. have such a hard time ordering their. They're, they're armor units. Yeah. Um, they're really good at ordering everything else. <laughs> but I will say that one support card, that two pip, that could be nice getting Inspire off those guys. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I think you can definitely make a, make a case now for maybe like a operative Luke generic officer, you know, triple RT list or double RT list where you can take the, those other two pip cards. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not sold on it yet, but we'll see. On that card, I think RTs. Heck, heck yeah, I gotta put put mine back together. <laughs> We've been talking mostly about some positives. Let's talk about some negatives. All these have been point decreases. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about one of the few point increases. That's not a negative. It's a positive. It's a positive. <laughs> Lily, my notice says, "Is this the fix to Tim's sniper hate?" The answer yes. is no. But I no. say, <laughs> yes, it's not no, actually. Absolutely, they still yes. have Pierce. They still have Pierce. Tim well, that's still true, but that's okay. They're still they're oh it's good. The like base it. strike team goes up four points. Base strike up four, so they're twenty apiece to get started. Plus their heavy weapons, so snipers are now what forty eight. Yep, yeah, forty eight. Is that the number? So is forty eight points from forty four enough to change a sniper meta, or is a sniper heavy thing? There and is I another. Think, there is another change. Oh, what did I miss? They are now range five. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's the they big are thing. Range five. It's the it's the that's points the big upgrade. Thing. Well, they're both big things. Let's be honest. I love. All it. right, Tim. Which one do you want to take? I'll talk about the other one. <laughs> oh, do you, you, you want to? I was just going to talk that I like it. <laughs> just oh, okay. Um, Good job. Proud yeah, of you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Wait, a, wait a deep dive that analysis. That's right. <laughs> no, I think I think range five. Why you come to this podcast? <laughs> here, uh, for for range five. Well, let's let me tackle range. I think range five is really big 
because, and I, I heard this actually discussed on, I think it was Scoundrels um, earlier today or, or yesterday when I was listening to them, and it's that you no longer can just snipe the other snipers. I mean, you can, don't get me wrong, yeah. you can, but it's a lot harder to snipe the other snipers. Um, and they actually had an interview with uh, Luke Eddy and uh, with his <laughs> friend. <laughs> I did it again. Yeah, earlier today, Tim was like, yeah, it was Luke Eddy and, and, and the no, other guy. No, no, don't, no, no, Ben. You can't, you can't oh, yeah, this. no, this is going in the show to no, shame Tim. His name is Alex Davies, No, no. His name is Alex Davies. His name is Alex Davies. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Only one of them likes our stuff on, on social media, all right? So I remember the yeah. one that likes us. What can I say? So thank you, Luke Eddy, for liking all of our That's posts. Right. We love you. I'm biased. Uh, that other guy, that other guy, Tim doesn't know. Yes. So. When you're the one that writes the post. You get biased, okay? I'm just saying. But if- I've met Alex Davy in real life. Yep. Talked to him several times. Yep. Shook his hand. We've had great yes. conversations. I like Alex. So I like. Yeah. I like. I got nothing against him. I just I'm horrible at names. But anyway, but listen. To both <laughs> Tim of is not naming the other guy as enemy of the podcast. <laughs> that's, Good. That's People zero. don't exist. Actually, exist until until Tim has met them. <laughs> well, that's sometimes very true. But um, but they were discussing. Really interestingly, and they said it in a really good, succinct way, and I think it was Luke that said it, that the you don't ever want a situation where the counter to one thing is just to bring more of that thing. Yeah. And it was a really good way of saying that, of like, yeah, you don't just want to, like, how do I counter your snipers? With more snipers. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Um, and I really think that was more than even just like, oh, no, they're range infinity with Pierce, boo-hoo. It's just the fact that it wasn't, it's not fun. It's, oh, I have to, to be competitive, I really need to be bringing three snipers because I need to shoot your snipers. Like, it's it's just not fun to me. So I think this is the range five thing, I think, is a huge. Again, you can still do that a little bit, but you have to be more careful with it, and the way you do it is more tactical. Right. I really like the change from the, to the range five, but I've always liked to play my snipers on the run. I tend to play yes. full team yeah. snipers, not strike team snipers. Yeah. I do. And so I perfectly like it. And so it now leaves only two people who can shoot you at infinity. Yeah. Well, three if you count the mortar gun yeah, yeah. Um, on the ATSD. But yeah. Yeah, it's 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 our two command cards and the mortar, yeah. But but Ryan, I think it, it hurts more the other guys. Yeah, so all indirectly, and I, I agree that they needed to happen, but indirectly the two-point increases we see both hurt saboteurs. The things that we weren't already really seen a whole lot of and i would have actually liked to have seen more east dims went up in cost and we can talk about that in a minute but i would have rather have seen those four points tacked on to the sniper weapon itself instead of the the, the strike team but i want to no, see people no. run competitive sabs and no. i don't think we will anymore because then all you're doing is you're just subbing out you're just going to sub one demon for another because it's still the yeah, problem, but I can shoot saboteurs where they get there. But the problem is, I mean, and still sab- a, saboteurs super, take a lot of finesse. But it's still a super cheap activation to fill your list, and that's part of the problem. This is true, but I, mean, I don't think four points fixes the super cheap activation problem. I would disagree with you, but that's fine. I don't, I don't, because at the end of the day, if you're spamming three of them, that's only your list has gone up by twelve. That's an e-stem. One of the problems that Ryan and I both faced against Brandon's list was the number of activations he pulled out of that thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He could just he could just buy time until he got the thing he wanted. Well, the, the funny thing about, about that list is I actually don't think, with Tauntauns especially, you want a super big 
high activation count. I think you want to be able to activate your stuff very quickly. And Tauntauns tend to run away from your commanders, so they become increasingly difficult to order. And so I think you want like a, a nine activation list when you're running double, triple Tauntauns. That's 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 just me. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. The the four points I snipers needed to go up in cost, and they maybe needed a range restriction. But I hate what it's going to do to Sabs. Now, if people can prove me wrong and make Sabs really work still well, maybe people are going to drop E stems on them and start taking things like either Duck and Cover or Endurance or something else that's cheaper. <laughs> um, maybe uh, we'll see. And I still think snipers will will have a place. Um, and I'm excited to see what that place oh, ends yeah. up being. Oh yeah, they're still they're still in a place. They're just not auto include. I think I said that on the Discord yeah. today. Like, it's just not auto-includes, and that's the nice thing. I mean, and now that Duck and Cover is only four points. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that makes you more likely to to throw that instead of the East Dim, so. Yeah. Let's talk about some things that I didn't think I was ever going to play again. Like, they sit so far in the bottom of my box. Like, I I just, I don't even, I don't actually know no that one, I have all of them. Ben, Let's just no be No one knows where these things are. <laughs> we don't know. We, we we all know so, what we're talking about. We don't know where our ion troopers and our rocket troopers are. They're somewhere. No, mine mine are uh, uh, mantelpieces. They're over there by my TV because I painted them when <laughs> they got the corset, and then I was like, no, I've got other stuff to paint now. No, I, there's only one bros. ion trooper I use, and he didn't get any cheaper. His <laughs> name is Biston. So let's talk about the T7 ion guy. It's the snow trooper ion, range one to three now, and that is a nice yep. fix. That yes. is a great fix, but it's exhaustible. It adds only a black and two white, and it still costs 26. I don't think it's worth it. Now, it's you still fun. get to do the move and shoots. So you get your relentless, so you could recover if you needed to. But yeah, those aren't great dice okay. for 26. I mean, yeah. I mean my I, other I, problem, I, though, is realistically, when's the last time I brought a snowtrooper? It's, it's been a hot minute. I mean, <laughs> snowtroopers are still good. Oh, I didn't um, say they're I bad. Just I just, haven't, I just I haven't brought I, them in a long time, like... This has been a long I time. mean, let's just be real. Why does no Imperial player take Snowtroopers? Because they don't have a DLT upgrade. No, that's um. not true. No. <laughs> it's because they die before they get to do their cool thing. Because there's no DLT upgrade. <laughs> they die. Yeah. They die before you, they get to do You can't soften cool them up thing. at range four. I mean, that's really you can't and soften them up. And that's exactly there. it. You can't sit back at range four and they don't play into your into the gun line. Um mm. And I so know. I think I think snows are going to come back. I think them with dewbacks is going to be crazy good um, it's because they're not going to expensive. Snowtroopers aren't that much more expensive. No, but that with a dewback with a flamethrower. But your ability now that you don't have just one unit slowly working for, towards sure. the enemy while everything else yes. sits back at range yes. four and no, shoots, and I'm like, well, I've only got one I thing agree. to shoot. Time for those snowies to die. I agree. And um, listen, listen, I got on my app builder or on my legion builder. I've got some snowtroopers list that I've I'm yeah. like ooh we're coming back boys all right we're doing it but you know it's not just... on those lists ion troopers yeah <laughs> yeah no I I agree do you um, know what's two points cheaper for the the upgrade and also four points cheaper for the entire unit regular stormtroopers with a DLT with a DLT I mean <laughs> yeah that's the pro and I will say of all the points changes I was real surprised not to see that go up. Yeah, yeah. I thought the Z6 might go up by a point or two, and I thought the DLT would go up by like four points. Because do you know what's twenty six points, and also not going to probably be included? The HH12 Stormtrooper yes. missile unit. <laughs> I can see you putting one HH12 in your list. I can honestly see that. I can because it can I pop an ATRT like a zit on a fourteen year old boy. 
Like, it can. And maybe, maybe if the meta becomes a bit heavier, and it is three black dice, and you do yeah. surge to hit, so that means you're probably going to get the impact that you want. Probably going to get all three with the rest of, of the squad. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. you're going to shoot shoot it to where you get to flip some of those white dice too. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be great for ATRTs, but no, we're not going to spam it like we do Z sixes and, no. and uh, no. it's the cumbersome. Yeah. I'm the fact that they didn't remove cumbersome on that thing kind of surprised me as well, since we removed it from other things. Yeah. I guess the plotting the plotting removes. Sorry, but yeah. Yeah. No cumbersome. I did cumbersome for it. If you need to move, you. I mean, it's not like he can't shoot. He just can't shoot that gun. Right. He can still shoot his regular you his know, regular weapon. You know who doesn't have cumbersome though? The clone trooper Rocket Man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But he's also yep. built better. He's I mean, he's cloned. Yeah, and he's a lot more expensive. Yeah. But and that's my thing. But for for two points more, I can go two points cheaper, still get that impact at range right. four with two red dice. Yep. I still think DLTs are the better buy, unless Absolutely. you just need to pop that ATRT. But you and I both shot at ATRTs and just plinked it to death in a single round with five of the DLTs I have. So for the good guys, ion weapons. Um, I still think you leave. I don't know. The 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 rebel trooper two red dice adds some consistency to their die pool that they don't otherwise have, which could be nice. But it does exhaust. It is more expensive than a Z six. Your mileage may vary. I think that guy's an auto include though. If you take a tow cable on a on a T forty seven, because if you can spin somebody around and then eye on them, so they have to spend their one action spinning back, that's awesome. No, that's so. <laughs> ugh, I hate it. I hate it. But I I'm gonna I'm gonna go into Crazy Town and speak up for my MPL fifty seven Barrage Trooper. <laughs> so once again, a mini that I have painted. I could not currently tell you its location. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's so cool. He's he's so cool. So <laughs> I really like taking concussion grenades on my fleets for for blast. And now I can take this maybe instead. I have to give up my shotgun, which I really don't like to do because I love that shotgun. <laughs> and you're likely going to use this at range two because there's no reason for yes. only your your blaster to go at range three. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to use this guy at range two. So it makes it gives you a longer range access to the blast keyword. It's definitely something I'm going to experiment with uh, to see where it falls out. Um, because at the end of the day, those two red dice, they're going to be two probably guaranteed hits. If you're shooting at something in heavy cover, the blast keyword is doing that exact same thing. Yep. But okay. now you're also getting three dice on top of it. Yeah. Okay, so let's hold, let's hold for a second. So the snow trooper guy, because it throws the same dice pool. Black, white, yes. white, range three, exhaustible. The fleet guy gets blast, which it absolutely loves. But the snowtrooper guy gets impact one and ion. I mean, the fleet guy also gets impact. I mean, it's it gets impact two. It gets impact two with the fleet guy yeah. and blast. So no cover. I mean, that had to be some some internal testing thing, because <laughs> once again, your your imperials have have versus three pip which is a free way to ready. And I think we can all say if Rebels ever get that, it's a it's going to be oh, very game scary. Over. Game over. Game over, man. <laughs> game over. Um, and also their ability to, to operate better on low suppression means their units probably should be a little bit more expensive because they can still move and shoot. Um, so I don't know. Um, it's something I'll definitely have to see on the table, which means one of you guys has to start bringing snowtroopers with my guns for us to actually see it on the table. So I, I will say, 
since we're speaking about you know what Ryan calls the good guys, also known as the terrorist, um, I was surprised to see the Rebel Veterans guy get a point decrease so already. <laughs> it shocked it shocked me, but I don't think it shocked me any more than seeing that card get revealed, and then me looking at like, well, there's a mini I'm never putting together. <laughs> Four white dice with crit two feels really cool if it was on a rebel trooper. Four white dice with crit two on something that already surges to hit, so you're only surging better against armor units seems a little strange. All right, so hang on. It's not just armor units. It's also that cover. Well, yeah, but the you're, the rest of your... I guess the reason, what, the point I'm trying to make is the rest of your rebels are going to throw two regular hits that get absorbed because it's not impact like impact where it flips hits to crits it's just surges which are already going to get converted to hits that cover is probably unless you have a weird roll still going to absorb two hits it just won't be those two particular hits (laughs) but now speaking of speaking of plinking away things and just taking them off the board what if i don't know what if you had some kind of fast unit that could go really far and shoot really good dice. And then what if you took that unit and took it down by 15 points? Who I was... Supp- so, and part of my Tauntaun hate is the fact that they cost the same as the T-74 bikes. Yeah, not anymore. I mean, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. 75 points for bikes. I've always loved my bikes. I brought them to stinking Gen Con, bought three of them. Uh, as as Marie Kondo says, this brings this sparks joy. This sparks much joy for me. So much <laughs> yeah. joy. Like I saw that and I about cried. It was so good. Oh my gosh! Triple bikes everywhere. At least double bikes. <laughs> Bike. Yeah, I, I think I think bikes are back. Bikes are are definitely solid now. Um, the five points for the long range comms. That's wor- I mean, that actually is probably worth it. At eighty points, I can order from anywhere that I want to. Sure. Veers loves that. I sure. mean. Yeah. Well, now see the way I've just with the list I've played so far with these different points and stuff change around. I've had it just to where I've had the bag control to where the only thing really left is the bikes. Um, well, the the other thing to consider, and I think this is probably I could be wrong, and Tim will probably tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. The bigger thing that this fixes is this doesn't feel as bad when they go down. Uh, yeah, you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> you're wrong because okay. they're still. <laughs> They still like once you lose one bike, you're like, oh man, I can't, I can't wipe a unit no more. <laughs> I, but I but I mean, if you. if you pay ninety points for a unit and it only gets to shoot twice, it feels pretty bad. Sure, that's true. If you if you pay, you know, seventy five points for a unit and only gets to shoot twice, eh, it doesn't. I don't know. I don't think it feels as bad. No, uh, that's that's uh, fair. That's fair. I mean, because basically, what you've got is the same point cost as a mortar guy. Because I mean, at seventy five points, you're spending what thirty eight points for a single unit that throws three dice. Yeah, and that mortar hits it every time for some reason. I don't understand why. All he needs is um, one because crit one. That's why. It's a, <laughs> yeah. All he needs to hit. He might not get his damage too, but he gets suppression through. Dang it! That's right. Uh, Yavin League final. My God, those mortars were hitting like crazy. Yeah, yeah, they were. Every time you turned around, there <laughs> they were. But no, I'm a big bike fan. It's it's good to see it come back. I really do like it. I, again, I'm going to bring up these com jammers. Five points. Run yeah. that bad boy in there. Block up all the all the ordered activations. <laughs> yeah, I'll be. I think that the bikes can actually have a bigger sphere of influence than the T forty seven with com jammers. Sure. If there's two of them and yeah. you yep. cohede funny. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's yep. what I'm saying. 
Well, and I will say too, as as a bike fan and as someone, I, I will dare to say, I will not say I'm good at this game, but I will say that I'm pretty decent at flying my bikes. I'm pretty good at that. Well, well hang on, hang be... on. I, I know we've not been on the air very much in the past month, but wasn't your Gen Con episode about yeah, how you managed to hit to yourself <laughs> with your own bikes? Uh, but that only mattered because I didn't realize the RRG had corrected that issue. And that was only because I didn't measure <laughs> I didn't. I didn't measure the one building that was taller than range one, so that was okay. a, a lack of yeah. understanding. But the but listeners know what me and Ben are thinking. It's, it's fine. It's going to be <laughs> shut up. But it will be. It will be very interesting to see people playing them because oh look they're cheaper now. Let's play with these things and playing them badly. Like I. I won't right. lie. A part of me looks forward to that because I'm like oh boy this will be fun. <laughs> oh that's that guy's fun. in the wrong spot. Kablamo. Yeah. <laughs> I see where your bikes yeah. are. I know where they're going. You've done this wrong. Can't wait to shoot you in a turn. Since apparently I'm the guy that gets to talk about all the point increases, I'll just be the guy. <laughs> Uh, but I'm actually I'm actually okay with the endpoint for emergency stems. Yeah, this was this was great. Yeah, it needed to happen. happen. It needed to happen. The math of saving those two wounds, oh, it is was much higher than eight points. Yeah, and I almost wonder yeah. if it isn't still higher than twelve, because uh, we you know time will time will tell. Medbots are nineteen, is what I'm saying, and it requires you to activate outside of that order. You have to activate in the correct order and yeah. then move within range to do it. I, I but mean, you can also bring a unit back, um, which you can't do with stems. True. And I think I think twelve points sets at a really nice spot to where you're not gonna smash it onto your core units. Yeah. Yeah. Or your DTs, but you are gonna put it on your on your Lukes, on your Bobas, on your Sabines, on the, those big important units that do need emergency stems. Yeah. Not on every single look. Single unit. Yeah. Looking at you, Joe. Well, I'm looking at that very nice Canadian who rocked you and me, Ryan, at uh, <laughs> yeah, at Gen Con. I oh, mean, I know, I know. Yeah. So oh. I was actually thinking about that list. If you take all the point changes, I think my list stays legal. <laughs> his is, uh, because his is not illegal Chewy, by much. Because Chewy got cheaper, and I had yeah. I did have some stems in mind, but the, the difference was negligible in, in in net point cost. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Sean with what four e stems? That's what it felt like. Yeah. I don't know if that's what and it was, triple, but that's what it and felt triples, like. And triple snipers, yeah. <laughs> well, I shoot him. He's not dead. He's not dead yet. I mean, it was the Monty Python sketch <laughs> the entire time. That guy was never dead. I threw him on that cart. He refused it. I hit him in the head with that shovel. No, this, he's this, like, this, no, this I'm a, not this dead. This is yet. a great. This yeah. is a great change. It is a great um, change. It's a great change. It is. And and listening to uh, Luke and Alex talk about it again, just not, not to keep going back to that, but they were talking about this, and so it was very relevant. The way E-Stems were designed, they were made to be insurance. It's insurance for your big, heavy units that like, hey, I spent all these points right. on these guys. I don't want to lose them just to a bad die roll, so let me have some extra insurance on them. Not stapled onto every single unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I dig it. So, uh, so you're telling me that Luke and Alex believe that we should overthrow the insurance companies and bring them down. Check. Yes. Let's speak about the piece of gear. That Tim thinks went to a good point value, who I think is still overcosted, <laughs> <laughs> and that is targeting scopes. Oh, yeah, that's overcosted. Yeah, it is. It's it's. I think it's fine. I'm still never going to use it. <laughs> it's just no. six points was always too high. Well, yeah. I still think four points is too high. I think, and once again, we are splitting hairs. I think three would have been been okay because there are some places where it can get bonkers. I think it's going to be fine at four points on shore troopers, on Bosk, 
on other things that are regularly going to get aim tokens. Um, four points is still a lot, though. Four points is still a lot, and it's something but, that requires me to take an action, and then I also have to use it. Yeah. Like I have to, like right. the dice may not be there, or I can reroll into blanks again. Like it's not a guaranteed yeah. tauntaun five dodge tokens and move right. four hundred inches and right. you know destroy nine things. I mean, I mean, listen, yeah. it's great on short troopers. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure I've not tried it, but I, I'm sure it would be great on short troopers. <laughs> but with those four points, I can just spend it in other places. Like I just. I don't yeah. ever find myself where I'm like, oh, look, I have four extra points that I can't put anything else on. Like, I, If you make it too much cheaper, though, I think it does become abusable. Sure. Um, I think that's fair, too. But I mean, I right now we're seeing a ton of spam for that recon because it's only two points. Yeah. And that's, I got eight and that's points actually, out. <laughs> Yeah, that's the other thing I, I wanted to say is I'm surprised uh, recon did not go up in yeah, price because that's the thing surprised. I think we're about to see spammed. Also I think recon needs to be a bit more expensive, but that's me. Eh, but it's also a one-time use, though. You only get to do it once. Yeah, it's a pretty big, important one-time thing. Yeah, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty big, important thing. It is. It's, it is. it's essentially a free action on half of the objective cards. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not it saying I don't run closer it. closer to the box. <laughs> yeah. I run a move, it. A move action closer to the box, closer to the control point for intercept. Yeah. And closer to to the sabotage point. So now it's it's. I think I think scopes will start to compete with with that slot. Maybe in a few. I'm just gonna say it, a few imperial units. Yeah. Um. I could. Do you, do you put it on maybe one one or two sets of stormies who are gonna stand next to veers and get to like roll for those white dice. Like, but yeah. if I spend four on the targeting scopes and then eight on those binoculars to get the extra aim tokens, I think those I think those binoculars are too expensive. But that's me. Yeah, <laughs> I think so as well. I really I really do think so. I I was I'm a man of the dodge token. Six points. What can I say? Yeah, you don't know. I mean, it's not a tauntaun with his you know 14 actions and this destroy villages of people. But how what, many games of ta- against tauntauns have you actually played? I've actually played four games, no three games against okay. tauntauns. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of salt for just three games, but okay. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I felt <laughs> it was a pretty big hole the Tauntauns dug for me and then threw my corpse. So speaking of, of equipment pieces that I find interesting, let's go to the Pathfinders. Does changing that gun really make it worthwhile? No. Nope. No, Next no question. absolutely not. <laughs> nope. Solid nope. Yeah, it's, I mean, I think if you just wanted to be that guy because you could be, I think there could be a solid play made to still not take the attachment upgrade. (laughs) It's zero points. (laughs) It's free, but you never really need it. I don't have enough table space, so I'm going to not take that card. (laughs) Like, I I could have my die pool to shoot six inches further when I'm already starting halfway up the board. Mm-hmm. Or oh, if yeah. something comes to range two, I could take a recover action to flip my card over and throw a red die, <laughs> but I don't have sharpshooter, and I've only got five guys in my unit, so two of them are going to get taken by cover. Like, I don't know. I do think duck and cover makes the, them better, but I'm with you. I don't... I never like the gun. I never like the gun. Tell me... Riddle me this. Why are they 17 points per model? If we just take the base four-man squad... Why are they 17 point and veterans are 12? Sometimes you roll that fire dice where the white dice show all the symbols and you block everything to, to make your <laughs> opponent really mad. But Dauntless and Danger Sense aren't worth five points a mini. Yeah. I'm just saying the only the only win <laughs> I've had against Brandon in the past three months is when I did that with Jin and with Pow. I just blocked everything. 
<laughs> I think, yeah, I think they, I don't know what they got to do. If they just want to errata, like, their cost and bring them way cheaper. I kind of want just a generic, you know, instead of having to pay that huge upcharge for Power Biston, just another dude. I don't, I don't need, just give me the two extra white dice. Make them cheap, but yeah, I think 17 points or whatever they are a model is just way too expensive. Giving them the extra gun that you weren't using anyway isn't adding value. It's just, it's adding options, but those options aren't particularly valuable ones. Yes, Duck and Cover's nice, but I think Duck and Cover is going to be better suited on other characters, mainly Jin. Um, the paths are are still kind of garbage here in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah. not I can, super intimidated by some pathfinders. I'm good. Are they the with the T47 getting the bump, are they the weakest unit in the game now? Yeah, I yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Probably. I yeah, I think so. I think it's the cost is too high. I'm I'm with yeah, you. I think it, the cost is too high. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I so I I so. like them. I want to like them more. I really do. I mean, I I enjoyed playing with them until they always blew up. Some, but and, 64 points for four dudes. Yeah. I, they don't live long enough. I mean, the, the B2 battle droids will live longer. Yeah, because the best dice are the ones that you don't have to throw. Exactly. So if we're saying Pathfinders aren't very good, is Jin better now? Does she drop those, you know, 15 points, 20 points? Yeah, I think she's uh I think she's pretty strong now. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to say she's up there with she fills this weird role. And she feels good at 110 point at 110. 20 points off her like I know that's a huge drop. Um but it feels it feels just about right. Um because what you're paying for is you're not getting the damage dealer that Luke is. You're not getting the gunslinger that Han is. You're not getting the utility that Leia is. But you're getting a 110-point Bravery 3 bubble that starts in the middle of the table. (laughs) You're absolutely right about that. The only time I've had success with Jen was I had her in the middle to support everybody until I could run away with the boxes I was likely trying to steal. (laughs) Yeah, because like Leia's bubble, Leia kind of wants to sit back and pass out tokens, but you need to push her up far enough to let her Bravery bubble do her thing. Um and having Jin's bubble start, you know, a move or two forward is really helpful, especially with these range four Imperial gunline lists. Yeah. Um, her ability to kind of shrug damage and, and get tucked into a hole and then just take, you know, quick thinking to get an aim and a dodge and a shot. Her damage is going to be negligible, which really felt bad when you, she came out to like 140 points by the time you kitted her out. But now that she's 110 and you're getting her for like one. Th- 25 130 depending on what you put on her she feels reasonable for that you're getting a cool bravery bubble as she's inspiring her your troops to to keep fighting and she's doing little bits of consistent damage and she's just refusing to die um i think it's cool and her command cards are phenomenal her command cards i they fit my style really well i know a lot of people call them situational uh those are the situations i engineer she's so cool i love it but i i think it just proves my point she should have been an operative Oh, yeah. I think her, her point well, cost puts I her mean, back into where, where Chewie is sitting at the exact same place right now. 
I, I think she should have been an no, op- it might happen. Well, be, uh, then she needs to be a lot cheaper then because you can't use an operative's bravery bubble. Oh, sure you can when your leader's dead. dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you just hope your commander your commander dies? Like, I want you to die so Jin can but be promoted. But if you've got Leia and Jin, Leia's likely going to die. I mean, like I said, if you play Leia the way I like to, which is aggressive, I have her on the front line. She's taking pock shots because I've watched Leia melee a man to death. So. <laughs> now, the list that I think is going to get real scary real quick is Jin Sabine. It's going to be like budget, yeah. budget Jin, Jin Luke. Ooh, yeah. Because Jin with just, I've played Jin with just Leia and that like little bravery two bubble. She's not getting any real help from that bubble. And so she can get suppressed pretty easily. But Jin, you now having to get six suppression on Sabine yeah. before she panics. That's and then gross. now you, Ugh. now I think I can make an argument for the Darksaber to let Dauntless have her get in there. I think I think Jin Sabine's going to be terrifying. Yeah. So she's going to have yeah. the bravery too to get up there and gunslinger for a bit until she gets in the dark saber range. <laughs> yeah, and then she'll get suppressed and she'll still get to use Jin's uh, yeah. bravery three to dauntless to go cut some people up. To then inspire off of her own artwork. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can. Yeah. Oh God, all the inspire in that too. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Yep. I hate oh it. yeah, I hate it. Increase increase uh. the beans points by forty. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Jin feels in a much better place. She's she's not where I thought she would be. I thought we would get a little bit more damage out of her, um, or a little bit more survivability. But just making her making her cheaper, kind of like the the bikes, uh, doesn't feel as bad when you lose her. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Well, speaking of not feeling bad when you lose her, the carpet Chewbacca. Ryan, mm-hmm. you've always been a supporter of Chewbacca. You're one of the few lists that managed to get an invite to the high command no. with Abaka. Nope. I am not one of the few lists. I am the only list. <laughs> I am the only Chewbacca player to have a world's invite right now. As yeah. as far as we know, that may have changed. Who knows? So 115 points feels good to you is what you're saying. Uh, I mean, he kind of did. Like, I'm not going to lie. But the <laughs> fact that he's 95 points now. And he was he was 110. Yeah. He was 110. I. I, fifteen point drop I, on a card I actually didn't think was bad at one hundred and you know ten. I think he I really thought he was fine at one hundred ten. So here's the thing: if you stack him up next to Bosk, because they are they have a lot of similarities, although in practice they are very different. But if you just line them up against each other, Chewie's got two more health, but he's got worse keywords than Bosk. Bosk has regenerate. Bosk has pierce on all of his guns. Bosk is suppressive. Bosk is range four. Uh, Chewie's got guardian. So now you know what it feels like when I say my bikes were 90 points and these Tauntauns are also 90 points. <laughs> well, sure. And they have seven keywords on them. But I also, before I make, make this judgment, I played against more than just three games of Bosk. I Listen, played that was three games against Bosk at Gen Con. <laughs> Chewie didn't get to bring the same command cards that Bosk did. Oh, yeah. Listen, two out of my three games were also against Bosk. And I was yeah. playing Bosk. <laughs> and but the fact that that you 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 don't Chewie's command cards like brains and brawn is cool um it's probably his strongest notorious scoundrels is is okay i'm not a huge fan of it um common cause is hilarious when it works um, when it works when it works yeah when it works but I mean, boss just ripping off but, arms and blowing up people <laughs> but Bosk's command cards are so strong by themselves and the and you don't have to do any funny finagling to get them to work they just do. Um, and all of Chewie's cards, you have to like do this other thing to do that thing to do this third thing, which super telegraphs what you're about to do. 
Um, so the 15 point decrease is more of a, yeah, you don't have to take those command cards. It's okay, buddy. Pat, pat. <laughs> I can take Chewbacca and not have to take his command cards and feel okay about it. I think I think that cost coming down means I don't have to take his cards and it helps my the rest of my army uh, a bit more and I don't feel like I have to take these cool superpowers of him to make him worth that that full yeah that full uh, 115 points. Because at the end of the day, should he have been by himself the same point cost as 12 hit points worth of Wookiee Warriors? Because a Bowcaster Wookiee unit is the exact same cost as old Chewbacca. I actually like the, the Wookiee Warriors better. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm saying. I like the Wookiee Warriors probably better in a vacuum too, which is why they should be the more expensive of the models because they right. do have three more hit points because they do have a bigger attack die pool. Um, and like I said, they don't have like command cards. Um, so I think I think Chewie feels really, 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 really good at 95 points. You get to bring your little little nine hit point battery and, and see what happens. I've been having a lot of fun putting him in the middle of a group of vets with an emplacement trooper, and he just kind of sits there and waves. As <laughs> and you're and you're trying to get the vets off the table and trying to get rid of that fire support, and he's just like, nah, brah, it's cool. It is quite effective. So a big change, and we talked about it earlier with the snipers and that range five shot. We've we've got some things that are changing to range five, and it's the FD. I always forget the name. Of the FD one point four. The pizza laser gun. cannon, pizza gun. <laughs> the delivery area just got bigger. Oh, God. oh, that's that's rough. Range five. It's. We, we were actually talking before they announced they were going to do points changes and we didn't know what they were, that the pizza gun needed something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> either, either a few extra dice or what I thought they were going to do is give it sharpshooter just so it could ignore a little bit of cover. Sure. Um, I think range five is, is going gonna, is gonna to help it. Oh, yeah. Uh, because it's going f- to force your opponent to kind of engage with it more instead of just like play around it. Well. And, and um, funny enough, actually, in the game, the second game of the tournament on Saturday or the last Saturday tournament, um, Ben even made a side comment because I was playing against the pizza gun mm-hmm. that had really good placement. It was up on top of the map and like you could see a whole big half of the map is great. And Ben even said, man, this thing just needs they just need to make a range five and give this thing range five. And then like, what, two days yeah. later, range five there is a was. thing. There it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. No, it feels it feels super good. Um, I'm reevaluating how I think about it. I'm tempted to bring one to a local tournament soon. Yeah, I mean, se- uh, seventy points impact two in case armor you know gets into your field of vision. But at range mm-hmm. five, yeah. good luck, tiny ATRT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the thing. So Tim, if that emplacement unit got better, did the Imperial one get better? Oh, it did. It so did. It. I mean, again, I've always been an Eweb fan. Uh, ben, you and I have also oh, I've shared always been some man. eweb love. Yes, I was a, I was magical. a two eweb man, two eweb yes. man. Well, and now you have even more reason to be. They're no longer plotting, so you oh. can move move twice. I mean, obviously, then you can't stand by. But I think it's great. I mean, it's great for getting the yeah. position, obviously. But then also, I think it's also great late game when maybe you need to run to get to an objective. Maybe yep. maybe what? your objective mm-hmm. holder accidentally yep. died. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, what's gonna <laughs> what am I gonna do? It's got a pretty big base. And so you can it's, it, you can go it's remarkably fast. Yeah. And so boom it's boom. remarkably there fast. I cannot tell you the number of times because of plotting, I was like, I guess I yeah. chucked two dice at something. Yeah. Well and then not only that not only that, then you have 
oh, the beautiful, beautiful thing of generators, both generators, going into seven points, which I think is yeah. such a good thing. Um, I know we've talked before on this podcast about, you know, is a generator worth it? And it was a really big toss-up, whereas now, for seven points, I mean, it's you'd be hard-pressed not to take it, especially from an Imperial side. you got to think about this. Yeah, with all I think it's a question for the Imperials. Yeah. But eh, none rebels, of... it's yeah, we'll see. It's right. just but a single think... impact if you take the overcharge. I mean, and you don't no. have much suppressive in the rebel one, so I think barrage is still the way to go for Imperials. But I think yeah. yeah, well, I think barrage for Imperials because you have let's see, you got the two mortars now. Most lists will have at least two mortars, give or take. That's suppressive. If you got a death trooper, that's suppressive. Boss is suppressive. This thing is now suppressive. Like you just want to stack as much suppression as you can. So of course, for seven more points, two more white dice surging to crits and suppressive. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that all day. If any of you guys wants to hit our uh, email, I can send you my address so you can mail me all of your extra endurance cards. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need them. Yes, yes, you will. It's quite good. Oh, man. Uh, but, I'm a fan. but remember, guys, Pierce is broken. Pierce is broken, um, but that's a separate conversation. Shots fired. Pierce, Shots Pierce fire. should only be on Jedi, and that's it. Lightsabers only. Fight me. Listen, <laughs> speaking of that, we have saved the best for last. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah is, we have. It is some Force powers, oh. and it is a man of the Force. Oh, a man of the Force, of the machine, of the saber, of the sword. Oh, so good. My man. Let's talk about the oh. Let's let's talk about Vader. Let's talk about Vader. Vader. So down to to one ninety, which might not seem like a lot, but remember that's one ninety plus these two things that you really gotta gotta talk about them all together. I mean, I know other people use them yeah. too, but saber toss is down five five points. They're down to five points, which is beautiful. And then reflex dropping uh, five points, like ten points. Oh. Yeah, it's a beautiful beautiful combo that all together makes your Vader. In the grand scheme yeah. of things, to to a casual player, you might think, "Oh, that's not that much cheaper." It's cheaper. Twenty points. Twenty it points is, cheaper. That's all the difference. That's a it's huge deal for Vader lists that are trying to bump up to ten activations, or you know, I think nine, acti- nine activations is way more viable now than it was in previous previous iterations of the meta. But um, uh, just the the versatility it gives you. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I love it. I no, he's su- he he's super solid between this and his his new uh, operative form. Yes, where he'll get to use some of those command cards. Yeah, um, I I think uh, I think it's going to make him very strong. And if they went more aggressive with the point cutting, I think you could have done that if his new three pip that we talked about last episode yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, um, and also you though, at, at you some been, point though, I mean you. If Operative Vader's 170, you can't have the Commander one be 180. Right. You know, like that's no one would ever take the Operative. I think there's still reasons. There's to. reasons they, to, they play but, a very different role. No, but yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna lean heavily towards. what I think 190 is is quite good. But then also the other thing that you gotta keep in mind is you have these discounted powers plus the new powers coming out. Right, which are all reasonably cheaper yeah. with you know hope and fear being three yeah um, oh yeah i mean saber toss is really great for this for this lower cost vader i mean i really i wish i said enough but also for obi-wan yeah. obi-wan at five point saber toss is just going yeah. to be fantastic he needs it because he's there his he's not so expensive but his army is so therefore right. you need every point you can with the, the clone armies 
I I think this new point cost on reflexes though is also going to obviously help the Dark Lord, but it's also going to come back and Luke is is going to because I know a lot of Luke's were leaving it at home and myself included. I was taking mind trick and push, uh, and this probably means reflexes is going is going back on because I'm paying four extra points for my e stems. So if I take the five point discounted <laughs> reflexes, I'm saving a point. That's right. It's it's, point. I mean, but I'm, honestly, though, I mean, the Emperor, I had a hard time justifying force reflexes because of the cost. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Emperor mm-hmm. was already so high, and I'm adding 15 yeah. more points to him. I well, mean, and now here's the other thing. And we've, you know, with old reflexes, there was a discussion that I played plenty of Vader games where I didn't bring it. I've played plenty of loot games. Right well, and here's yeah. the thing. I think right now where the game's at, I think you obviously staple it back onto him because it's cheaper. With some of these new powers coming out, I'm probably going to drop it again. I, I like it. Don't Maybe. get me wrong. Ooh. But like, there's other cool things I can be doing. I, I need but that Vader, four slot. Vader's got three four slots. What are you putting on it? You're putting out there. Push you know. and throw. Push and saber throw. <laughs> Those have to be there. If you don't have them on your Vader, you're wrong. So like and then you that's add fear for the suppression stuff. I think you I add can fear, see especially if you play your your three pit Vader. Boom, he's right there. Fear, yeah. I think I think you maybe look at fear. You look at some other things, and I don't know. You could play guidance and you know give yourself a surge token, help you out in defense. Yeah, yeah. Or just just anger. Yep. Just have an offense. Uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I like anger. If you're gonna take some hits anyway, we might as well make it worthwhile. Yep. So <laughs> watch me aim this thing. Either either one's only five points, so then you're still saving five points. Yeah. yeah. All these point changes, all these card changes. Uh, listen, we didn't talk about commanding presence. I'm not taking it. We're not taking. We're not no talking one, about battlefield yeah. meditation. Nope. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a neat thing that I still never use. Exactly. <laughs> Battle meditation goes on one unit and one unit only, and that's Palpatine. Ah. <sighs> Even that you can made. you can bounce you can no you can bounce his entourage token wherever you need it. All right. uh, I guess. <laughs> I, I've got other spaces for that <laughs> that yeah. force power. It's about to be fear and it's about to be yeah. force reflexes. I got other be... things to go there. <laughs> but honestly, for a point change, I like it. I I yeah, think it's targeted. It's I think they're in just the right spot. Is not wholesale. It's not oh, what yeah. we're seeing currently in in other uh, Legion or other uh, Star Wars games from FFG. X Wing mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like Looking oh you, <laughs> yeah, really. That's really popular. Added a couple points to it. Yeah, I, I right. don't think that's what any of this was because if it was popularity, the long range, short range config for the Pathfinders, it would be negative points. So. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I I think it's a fantastic change. Yeah. Yeah, I'm anxious to see like. They said they're going to try to do this yearly. Um, my guess is I don't think that'll hold up. I think it'll actually probably be closer to twice a year if I had to guess. Yeah. Because I, I'll only imagine we'll get one of these probably about six weeks after Worlds in, in March. A bunch Because we'll have a bunch of more info on the two new prequel armies. We'll see where the where Worlds shakes out. And I'm a, I'm a naysayer, and I'm going to call it now that one of the Civil War armies will probably win Worlds. If a prequel army makes it in the top eight, I'll be surprised just because they have more options, um, mm. more more versatility. But we'll we'll see. I'll be anxious to see where that stuff shakes out once once it gets released and and in the in the public's hands. Tim, I mean, I think I think it'll be fine. I mean, I don't know. Remember, if we go through like all the other podcasts, you can go through and 
listen to our predictions and how wrong we all are. Mainly Ryan. All, all the time. Mainly Ryan. But Mostly just go through me, and listen yeah. to all of us because we're all wrong all the time. There's always a bigger fish. So now it's time to talk about some upcoming events. The big one. The big ones big this boy. weekend. This weekend. By the time this podcast comes out, there will be three days before the Sci-Fi City Knoxville RPQ, September Woo-hoo. the 21st. Extra, be there. Be there. Or be square. But don't be square. That's That'd be like bad for your health yeah. and stuff. <laughs> don't be square. But it's <laughs> it's quite a fun time. Uh, like like Ben said, if this is coming out, give or take, about three three days before the, the RPQ, it will most likely still not be too late to sign up. All you got to yeah. look up is Sci-Fi City Knoxville RPQ, Legion stuff, any of those keywords probably pop it up for you, 921, and then there's a website you can go and sign up ahead of time, which is much appreciated, please, Yeah, <laughs> for, for planning. Yeah, please, please sign up so we know how many tables to set. We've got uh, we've got a bunch of cool partners who are bringing tables. Um, uh, we've got Legion Terrain bringing, I believe, two tables. Dan Wolf Games is bringing two, if not more, tables. Um, we've got a bunch of great people. We... I cannot wait to show you guys some of the participation prizes we've managed to, to scrounge up. We're going to have some stuff here that, you, that you're going to be hard-pressed to be able to find anywhere else. Yes. And I'm super-duper excited. Yes. Not um, just super excited, but super-duper excited. Super-duper. Super duper. I have not been this excited for a tournament I'm not going to play in, like, ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the super-duper keyword. He's really good. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm just going to walk around, make people angry with some judge calls, take a bunch of photos, and, and it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of I'm fun. Gonna photos do to you, he will you, never you... post to Instagram or Twitter, but it's fine. It's fine. Probably right. not. No, probably not. Photos he will send to me so I can post them to Instagram. And yep. <laughs> and then have Luke Eddie like them. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> uh, in November is Warfare Weekend. Uh, it'll be the next grand championship in St. Louis, Missouri. I will be going. Uh, I know these two losers have things going on. I'm sorry. Ben's got to play, and you know, I'm, Tim. I don't know what Tim's. I'm sure I've got is. something going on. I don't know what, but something life related. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, but yeah, it'll be fun. I know there's quite a few awesome people who are going to be there. Um, so come up, say hi. Um, and then Tim, where are we going in in January? Oh, I know it's a stereotypical thing to say, but Vegas, baby. You had to. That's gotta right. Say it. That's where we're going. Uh, my wife's actually gotten to come along too, so she's going to be coming. Uh, so we're all going to go down. She does not play Legion, but she can watch and criticize me nonetheless and belittle me, much like Ryan does. Um, yep. And so It's really quite fun we... to see the three of them together because Tim oh, just bad. gets beat up. It's, it's fantastic. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's quite true. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but then after I lose on the first day, I'll have a couple more days to enjoy Vegas. It'd be great. I'll pop back in, see how Ryan's doing as he's winning. And then cheer for him to eventually lose. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I saw all the pictures and all the media from it from last year, and I was so sad I couldn't go. I know Ryan and I had talked about going last year. We just couldn't make it happen. This year we made it happen. I got everything with my hotel, but it's Vegas. I'm not worried about getting a hotel yet, so it's okay. Right. <laughs> I think it'll be just fine. Um, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be huge. I know it sold out almost instantly, and they – made some more tickets and then they re- added re- another day yeah, another they, heat they rearranged how it was all working out just because it was such a which high is, demand which is awesome which is going to mess with my flight plans if i make it into the second day just so fail like I'm, me it's fine uh, part of me like that'll definitely be my backup plan <laughs> if i do fail be like sorry guys i threw the last game so i didn't have to play on sunday listen there's <laughs> there's always a reason to tell work your plane flight got canceled 
you know, it's easy to blame the airlines for, oh, yeah, I couldn't make it back. The plane flight was canceled. That's right. Yeah. Your coworkers don't listen to this. No one's going to listen to this. This is fine. This is a safe place. It's fine. Your flight is canceled. I'm I'm less worried about (laughs) about work. I'm more worried about just getting my behind home. Oh, no. That's over. I already got my ticket. I bought my ticket already. You're in Vegas. You're telling me Knoxville's better than Vegas? No. That's also true. I mean, just re- no. relocate your entire life. Yeah. If the plane flight gets canceled, right. you're stuck there. And I yeah. just live in Vegas now. Yeah, live in the All tunnels right. underneath Vegas. Sure. It's fine. Go for it. Surely there's wayward youth who need your help out there, Ryan. That's sure. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, listen, we got these point changes, and right about the same time, they dropped a whole bunch of cards on us that we were not quite expecting. They revealed <laughs> nope. a lot more than we were expecting, and then they also broke our mm-hmm. hearts. Because yeah, yeah, because Clone Wars will not be out in time for our RPQ. Oh. No, we were hoping. We were we really were hoping. hoping. We hoping. Dubacks will not be out in time for our RPQ. That's the crushing one to me. Oh, That's yeah. I want my Dubacks. So, so many lists I've been making and practicing with that I don't have Dubacks, and I purposely left them out because I'm like, I need to practice what I'm able to play, and I can't play them, and I so cry. If you'll go listen to my anti-Tauntaun podcast, uh, I'm already on episode four. <laughs> Um, we're definitely going to talk about how they're going to dominate our RPQ because we didn't have time for dobacks to you know actively prevent them. But that's right. That's so right. let's talk about those the, those new cards we got. These new ops cards. It's amazing. We're going to crash this landing thing, and it looks like the the little pod's going to blow no. up at the end of range round one, and it's got range two. Not and... not not those operation cards. We're, oh. we're talking about operative oh. operative cards. You're a Jedi Knight, aren't you? What makes you think that? I saw your laser sword. Only Jedi's carry that kind of weapon. Perhaps I killed a Jedi and took it from him. I don't think so. No one can kill a Jedi. These operative pips cars. Oh, they are they are not what I imagine them to be, which I love. Nope. Yeah, they're yeah. they're definitely not what they're, I thought they would be. Not what I thought they're they interesting. Be. I mean, interesting. I mean, you have Vader's Vader's one pip, a super push. It's pretty cool. Uh, I think it's really neat. I can definitely, and please do not mishear me. I'm not saying it's bad. I think it could be really good in the right situation. My problem is this. It's taking up a one pip slot for something that might be really situational. Now, it's Vader, so you might not be bringing another Va- or another uh, commander anyway. So maybe, you know, you just replace Ambush with it. But then Ben and I were talking before we started recording. What if Vader dies? Then you're really up the river. Mm-hmm. Um, so so uh, I'm not super with sold that in on mind, it, but I'm though, not against it either. With that in mind, do you take Implacable with Operative Vader? Oh, yeah. See, I was thinking you do. I actually uh, was thinking, to. yes, you do. It's it's yeah. Implacable. Well, he, well, but he also ha- he has to pay a damage to do it. Okay. And now that his, his wound threshold has gone down by two. Yeah, but he can just kill him. It's it's you're missing the part where <laughs> he kills dead. the other guy. <laughs> but they're dead. <laughs> yeah. They would be really scary to shoot back if they live to shoot back. But with implacable, well, yeah, they don't right, live I'm, to shoot back. I don't know. I think I think push gives him or you know, super push as we're calling it, gives him a really cool um other option yeah. than just to implacable, take damage and, and deal a bunch of damage. Yeah. I can see this pushing somebody who's already activated off of an intercept tower, pushing people off of... I think you're going to be able to do so many cool, like, next-level plays with it. Um, But I think you're absolutely right. I don't think it goes in every Vader deck. I think Implacable probably goes in every Vader deck. Yes. Um, (laughs) We'll have to see how survivable this new one is uh, with all the the new toys or 
is he still going to limp to the front lines after taking five damage, but now he's on one wound instead of having three remaining, <laughs> um, like like Commander Vader does. So we'll yeah we'll see. It's 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 definitely interesting. I want to see what what really good players are are going to do with it. Nerfly, we're looking at you. It's it's when those white dice do the thing you do. I mean, it's when they get the miracle and they they pull an LJ Pena and there's seven symbols on that thing. Well, and that here's here's the other thing that we've not really talked about. I've not really seen anybody talk about it so far. I mean, maybe, but I've just not seen it. It does say, you know, you can move a friendly unit, and obviously they don't take yes. the damage. Now, I think that maybe that's maybe that's the hidden. I think that's huge. I think maybe that's yeah. the hidden would, part that we're missing here. And again, I probably won't know until I play it. But that could be really huge. I mean, my goodness gracious, what if it's a dewback? What if you take your dewback, throw <laughs> him closer, then he activates, boom. And it's and it's range one, not just a, a like a, a speed two template maneuver. Yeah. It is just anywhere within range. Oh yeah. So place it anywhere within it's, range. You one. can you can do some goofy things, and I I think maybe more often than not, you are going to use it to uh, to get get some something either into the action or out of dodge yeah. as needed. I could see that you running this with Commander Vader and maybe Boba Fett. Yeah. To get Boba unstuck. Sure. I could see that. I could see it. What if you use force push? <laughs> use force push to pull a unit over and then use your free action to engage it with again, I'm just going with a do back to with a do back and then do back activates and then does it. it's interesting. I think there's there's yeah. definitely options for it, but I think there's more options honestly with moving your friends than moving the enemy cuz white dice like okay, you might roll some damage mm-hmm. and you might kill a couple of troopers, but uh, I think it's probably more tactically valuable rather than hoping for the right symbols on white dice. Right. The the cool thing I think that this does other than implacable is implacable only does one thing. And it's sometimes you need to play a one pip mm-hmm. and you don't need that unit to go first. You just need to pull something out of your bag or to do something else first that isn't activate Vader. Yeah. And I think this gives you a Vader card that you can throw on Vader to give him, get his token out there or whatever, but you don't have to immediately go do the implacable thing. Because if yeah. I see you put implacable out there and you don't activate Vader first, well, I'm just going to set up all the counterplay around him and he's going to be a very sad man. Right. Um, and I think it's going to offer you a lot of flexibility that implacable doesn't. Sure. And that's what's going to be really cool about it. So let's talk about the loot card, that one pip, because that surprised me. This is... Yeah, you serve your master well is... Is cray cray. If if Vader got a super push, Luke got a super mind trick. Yeah, he did. He really did. Oh, and kind of like what we just talked about with Vader's might, the ability to use this both on friends and enemies yeah. is gonna make for some huge big brain plays. Yeah. Like obviously, there's the just I take control of somebody and I shoot them, but getting able to just move people off objectives now. Before I declare how good this card is, <laughs> if you're engaged, because they say you can start melees, it, it calls out that you can start melees with enemy units. Yes. If I take your royal guards and engage the emperor with them, does one of them have to take a withdrawal action to leave that melee? No. No. Tim and I talked about this before before you joined us. I'm not sure. I, so. I, no, I because you you don't gain control of them for the whole round. It's not their whole activation. It's you just, just perform you a single them. action. Yes, they perform a single action. Just like but it says you can start a melee. Okay, I don't know. And I'm not saying one way or the other. I want the devs 
to, to, to ring in on this. Uh, because okay, they wouldn't be no. engaged <laughs> at the end. A melee is right. the attack. The engage is the other thing. And they're friendly right. units. You can move out. You can move through friendly units. Correct. Just like also interestingly, right. and, and Ryan, I saw you commenting on this on the, I think it was on the Facebook of, of if you use, you know, the guard to shoot the emperor and the emperor guardians, he can then guardian back to the guard. Yes. Yes, he can. Uh, it's a very odd situation that probably won't happen, but it's kind of funny nonetheless. Yeah, I, th- I think you're going to be able to do so many cool things with this. Oh, yeah. And I think, uh, like, this is the one time you're going to be happy to see snowtroopers where you can move some- move them off the objective and have them shoot. Yeah. Um, it's it's the suppressed, but... I think, that's going to be the – that's going to be the thing. Yeah. Well, n- Operative Luke I – th- and I think this is very much an Operative Luke card and less of a Commander Luke card uh, because you have more force slots available. I think if you're running this card, you're running my trick. So, so you can just drop two suppression when you need it yeah. to make sure whatever target that you want. Because how many units in the game are immune who are not suppressed with two suppression tokens? Right, on them? right. Oh no, absolutely, right. absolutely. But getting to to throw somebody out of cover, getting to to do all there's just going to be so many cool things that you can do. I'm I'm super excited for it. Um, I think it's a very strong. Card. Here's my problem with it: is you can only do cool things if I let you live that long. <laughs> and with Vader's two pip, yeah. I I don't know if all your units live that long, long enough to do that. I mean, it's <laughs> oh, fear and dead men, which obviously is a fan service quote, but I love it nonetheless. It's so good. Um, it's oh, so terrifying. So many dodges, all the things. Um, it's almost interestingly enough, it's it's kind of like Vader's version of lying in wait, but instead of from a distance where you're getting those free aim tokens, you're in the midst of them getting free dodge tokens instead. Oh, um, oh I yeah. love it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, you know, if I know we talked about the three pip last time, but if you play his three pip to get him close and then, you know, play his two pip, whatever, once he's in there, like it's is three, two, or I mean, maybe shake it up a little bit, do three, something else. And then his two pip. Ooh, Ooh, it's scary. There's nothing worse using deflect and then not rolling a surge. I mean, the block is always nice, mm-hmm. and I always appreciate it. But often it's like blank, blank. Well, thanks, deflect. Um, yeah. Right. So, so getting able to get a dodge token every time someone does something, that means you're going to get the ability to deflect every time. And the likelihood of you putting a damage through is real high. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So not to spoil, you know, we'll talk about Luke's card here in a minute. But I think it falls into the same vein. I do anything but shoot Vader. I, I recover before I shoot Vader if he's got this card out. Like, I don't think it's going to do that much <laughs> because, yes, it'll buy Vader time, which is a good thing. Yeah. And you're going to play it when you need that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just going to be like, eh, I'm just not going to go bonk that guy. Or if I do bonk that guy, I'm going to bonk that guy in melee. But here's Fearing... the problem, though. It, it, that then lets Vader bonk you on his terms. And that's real bad. Sure. <laughs> that's real, real bad. No, and that's fair. But, Fear in Dead Men is, is my a... turn five card. Sure. sure. Fear in yeah. Dead Men is I'm sitting if... on this point. Come at me, Brosive. Because you yeah. have to. If Vader's alive on turn five yeah. without having have played it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the trick. Yeah, that's, well, that's lots trick. of Imperial um, guards will have died to get him there. So, I don't know. <laughs> I think it is definitely stronger than Luke's two pip, which kind of does the same thing. I think it's much stronger. Yes. Although I will say Luke's one pip is stronger than Vader's. Yes, it is. Yes, um, yes. But I think they both kind of do the same thing where you're just like, well, I guess I just won't shoot that guy yeah. this time. Yeah. That's neat. <laughs> yep. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how much work it actually does. Um, if you're really good at engineering a situation where they have to have to have to deal with you, 
Um, they've probably made about four mistakes to put them in that situation, right. so feel free to punish them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Luke's Luke's two pip full of surprises. Um, it's uh, it's neat. He gets to roll extra white dice, and if you've heard us talk about Jin and you've heard us talk about Pathfinders, you know how great that is. <laughs> Throwing extra white dice. So I think what this so, really shows us, though, is there's a Rancor in one picture, so expect the Rancor expansion any day now. Yeah, rank, Rancor confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. If you put it up against Vader's card, it doesn't hold up. If you put it up against Luke's other two pip card, I don't really know that it holds <laughs> up either. Because yeah. just adding an extra dodge token is pretty cool. It yeah. is. I mean, it, um, having the dodge token is nice. It is. Let's talk about the greatest of one pips, sir. Since I am now a man of the robots. I'm now oh, a man, man of robots. C-3PO's one pip was revealed for us. R2-D2's oh, get it right. Sorry. You're, you're, well, hang Some on. man the of picture. the robots. You can't <laughs> yeah. even get your robots no, right. I can't, I can't tell them correctly. <laughs> uh, let's be honest, though. It is, C, it is C-3PO riding R2-D2 in this picture. So <laughs> I'm talking about the rider, not the mount. Sorry. <laughs> so, But the, the mount is clearly says, whose picture is in the top right-hand corner? Um, Sure. Yeah, it, it is the tiny robot. It's the one that curses all the time that gets bleeped out. It's like <laughs> yep, it, it, is tra- it is trash can dear, man. Dear dear listener, if you can't tell by the tone of our voice, we do not find this impressive at all. Like, <laughs> no, this card is so it, bad. It uses one of the worst things about R two D two from the prequels, which is rocket legs. <laughs> rocket legs. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, it's a bad card. It's such a bad card. So first, we have to tell you about R two D two. All right, he's 35 yeah. points. Yeah. He is an operative. He has repair two, capacity two. That's bonkers. That is so cool, and I'm really excited. I am super – yeah, it's so good. So good. You may continue now. But it does take an action. It's not a free action. You actually have to spend yeah, an action. it's not a free action. Uh, four hit points. It surges on both offense and defense. I know what you're saying, listener. Wait, he has offense? He always has yeah, that little does. electric gun. Zap, zap. <laughs> um, he has a secret mission. It's, it's so once per game, if you're in the enemy deployment zone for some reason, get a, put a victory token on him. At the end of the game, if you're still alive, gain that victory point, which is nice. <laughs> it's it's Rebel Bounty, basically. What I want you fine listeners to do, because you guys are way more creative people than I am, I want you to either tag us on Instagram or Twitter with your ideas for secret mission victory tokens <laughs> on what those need to look like. <laughs> so is it going to be like a tiny lightsaber that you can put inside RGD2? Or is it going to be like a tiny Leia hologram? <laughs> I think, no, I think it's a token that is looks like those uh, mustache uh, glasses with the eyebrows. Yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, no, you have to put that on him, and then when he gets to the secret mission spot, you take it off, <laughs> reveal that he's been R2-D2 the entire time, and then put the yes. disguise on your card. <laughs> it was actually, rip the mask off, R2-D2... <laughs> Dang it. Of course, he then goes, beep, beep, boop, boop, which means I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you filthy Imperials. Sound crazy. Do you start trying to take Breakthrough again if you're playing Rebels and bring R2-D2? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yep. You do. Absolutely. I'm, I'm already Absolutely. here. End of game. Rip off mask. <laughs> R2-D2 is walking the dog, and the dog is chewing. <laughs> that's exactly it. That's really, that's exactly it. <laughs> R2-D2 is now 13 hit points. <laughs> So, like C-3PO, um, he has Inconspicuous. When an enemy performs an attack, if you have at least one suppression token, it must attack another unit if able. During the rally step, you can choose not to remove it. 
Yep. So, no. I mean, he can he can kind of make sure that he keeps – I mean, he keeps one once he gets it. Well, here's the thing. Inconspicuous no, is good, but I think what a lot of people are glancing over is the if able. And I, yeah. I'm still choosing what gun to use. Uh, so no. If, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. No, you can't. You if you have a gun that can shoot a different target, like Han Solo's reckless oh, diversion, oh, you have to use that gun. Yeah, oh. see, Tim has forgotten how much he hates Han Solo. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, still though, if these, but if 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 you get your range right, if you get your range right, you can still shoot yes. R two real good. Don't matter. Yeah. Oh no, my two to but four weapon shooting the other thing. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, the other thing to consider, Ben, is. You will lose that suppression token because while you can choose not to take care of it at the end of the or rally step, at the end of the round, you still have to discard this it unless true. you're playing hostile environment. Hostile breakthrough so. check. <laughs> yeah. But C-3PO does have a way to give R2 a suppression token. He does. He does. Pretty so, reliably, if need too. Be. And when, C- when, when R2 activates, so does C-3PO. So. And Because we all really know that C-3PO, or R2 and C-3PO need that aim token. Yeah. <laughs> They really need it. Well, listen, he's like Veers. He throws three white dice at range one or in a melee. <laughs> it's suppressive. It's suppressive. It is suppressive. Gosh. All right. So all that leads up to. No, we're not talking about the best keyword. <laughs> he's grounded, Ben. He cannot climb. He cannot clamber. He not must if be you on use a your one surface. pip. Got to use your one pip. <laughs> There we go. There's the transition. So, yeah. R2-D2 for a single turn will increase his speed from one to two. He Woo! he gains a dodge and a suppression, meaning that, you know, he can now, you know, hopefully keep himself inconspicuous. He also gets disengaged, which is actually really good. Disengage That's is actually very good. It. Yes, it and is. then for kicks and giggles at speed two, you may jump one to clear that piece of terrain that was in your way. <laughs> And now you're stuck on it because you probably can't get down. That's exactly what's going to happen. You and I but, both know someone's going to jump up, not be able to clear the terrain, and sit on that shelf. But if he's got a victory token on him, that's what he wants to do. You get a victory on him, and then you sit him in a corner and be like, no one touch him. He's special. <laughs> Leave him alone. Let's 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 get real rulesy here for a minute. So with Grounded, he cannot climb or clamber. Uh, Tim, what determines whether you need to climb, clamber, or it's difficult terrain. The speed? Nope. I, I don't know the what height. you're getting at. Ben? It's the height. It's the height of the model. Oh. If whatever you go up to is shorter than the model, yeah. then it's just difficult terrain. Yes. If it's taller than the model, so like Wookiees, many things that other units would have to climb or clamber, Wookiees are just difficult terrain and they're unhindered, so they don't care. They walk over it. Yeah. R two D two is a very tiny He's model. A tiny model. <laughs> <laughs> How much terrain do you play with yeah. on your tables that is not taller than R two D two? You ever seen a dog get stuck on a stair? Like it just like I can't make that step. <laughs> That's what's gonna it. happen. Nope. I just oh nope. I can't do it. I'm like, it's like I, I will uh, before our before our next podcast. I will reach out to the devs because we don't have a, a quality picture. Is R two D two shorter than a barricade? I think he is. I think he is. I think he is too. I think. He I is. mean, they, they've been pretty good about keeping scale, and C three PO looks to be about the same size as a droid, like as, as a regular yeah. droid army B one. I yeah. think he is. Yeah. I think he's shorter than a barricade. He will get stuck. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At speed one, he's going to mosey across that map. <laughs> so I, 
But to get back to his command card, it's funny. Disengage is neat. Is ambush not just better? I'm so you can order anything. Of course it yeah. is. I cannot imagine okay. a world right. in which I'm like, oh yeah. By the way, the robot jumps. Like I can't. <laughs> Flight of the robot. Well, again, I do think I think you're downplaying the ability of getting a victory point and running away with it and just staying away. And it's it's not an activation or anything that you miss a lot. Whereas like, so for sure. instance, let's just say for Boba, for Boba, you do your bounty, you get your bounty. There's a temptation to go run and hide with Boba, but he's really powerful. So if that's early game, if you manage to get an early game, you've now took out 140 plus unit out of the game just so you get your little victory point. For 35 points, right. you got a victory point. You want him to get out of the game. You don't want him to be playing. You want him away and on the corner where no one can find him. And if I don't have a unit that can get up to him, that's a free victory point I can't do a darn thing about. So I wouldn't totally yep, understate I that. Well, I think the difference is, is R2 has got other things he can do because R2, sure. for me, isn't going on his secret mission till he's repaired my ATRT that he's hiding behind twice. He can probably do both, though, like get it and do it on the way. And pulled four <laughs> damage off of it, yeah. yeah. So he's kind of got to sit in the middle of things and you really want him to score just on that last round. Yeah, but I, I think I could see it being situational and being okay, but then you're just depending on the map to have a, a neat little piece of cover you can hide on and not get shot. I mean, honestly, what you're telling me is that Rebels need a tank that's big enough to block line of sight. <laughs> nope. Nope, guys. I solved it. I solved Legion. Uh-oh. Let's, let's, let's hold the phones Jesus. here. What gear slots does R- or upgrade slots does R2-D2 have? I didn't even it's look. I didn't know that was going to be a, a question. <laughs> he has yes. a comm. Oh, no. You put a comms relay on him, and it becomes... Kind of range two of R2 ambush. Oh. <laughs> and you still get the card text. Oh. You're not wrong. Yeah. You just don't issue the order to you're R2. You're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. I about just this. made this card valuable. You're, you're right. not wrong about this at all. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, he is only 35 points. He is worth yeah. the value. He's, he's 50 points with C3PO, and then a comms relay is what? Five? Yeah. So he's. 55 points? Yeah, so, I, I'll take that. So he's that. a sniper. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for a rebel yeah. to say, like, I, I'm i a 13 activations, but two of them are, are, are R2 and C3PO, so, so they don't really count. Well, yeah. R2 and 3PO are one activation. Oh, they, they count as one? I don't look points. at their stuff. I don't care. So, I'm going to kill them eventually. Here's what I hope now really happens. Since we have this place for this counterpart and for, you know, these these tiny operatives of 35 points, this is where Ewoks come in the game. Yes. This is where squad. We, yes. we get a wicket, and its secret mission is to go over there and get inside your ATST, and then <laughs> it's, it will oh, be man. glorious. What if they have a special ability that just lets them commandeer ATSTs for free? Or, like, spend an activation if, to if steal wicket an ATST? and cheap chirpas, 3-pip isn't called the drums of war oh. with a picture of Imperial Stormtrooper helmets as drums, I'm going to be disappointed. Does <laughs> he have the cannib- cannibalism keyword? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, if the counterpart isn't that little girl from Battle for Endor, I'm, <laughs> I'm turning in my game tokens. I'm turning it in. Oh, man. Oh, gross. Please. No, it's Chief Chir- it's Chief Chirpa, man. <laughs> no, please. He's going to have voodoo magic. Yes, please. we need some voodoo magic and, and the spider witch is going to definitely show up for that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> when we start talking about spider witches and voodoo magic, it is definitely past time it's, to end the show by about this. 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, as always, thank you for spending your drive time, your paint time, 
whatever time you happen to find to listen to us for whatever God knows reason you do. Um, we really do appreciate all the feedback you guys give us really makes it all worth That's it. Correct. Um, and so until next time, I'm Ryan Slawoski reminding you that you too can have the cannibalism keyword. <laughs> God, but it is frowned upon and you're going to take a lot of suppression for it. <laughs> I'm Tim Hannon reminding you to wonder how much do could a do back back if a do back could back do? And I'm Ben Fowler telling you, listen, Roger, Roger. Oh, and that's, have a good that's night Ben taking that, that one show. home. That's all you, Ben. <laughs> Ooh, have a good night, everybody. Ooh. We'll definitely be replacing that with eight Roger, Roger. <laughs> listen, I was attempting to freestyle there at the end, and I failed. Listen, it happens occasionally. Sometimes you take your booze, you walk away. <laughs> Okay. Okay. We'll, I we'll mean, jump the notes. That's fine. We're good with it. Listen, we, you, our last, the last time we podcasted, you you complained about us sticking to the notes. Now I was oh, trying I did. to help I you did. with that. No. Yeah. Let's, it was a nice transition. Nice transition. That's why you just try bullet points, kids. <laughs> you don't skip the notes if you don't have them. Boom. <laughs>